everyone, and welcome to another Helm to Tower podcast. I am Mike Burgess, uh, and I am here with my co-host Alex O'Neill. Hello, hello, Alex. Uh, from when we were recording this, we are less than 10 days from Destiny 2 Lightfall. By the time it's in everybody's uh, eyes or ears, this podcast, which you can watch on youtube.com slash Helm to Tower or on podcast services. We are now on podcast services. Um, I, we, I, I like totally forgot to say that in the last episode until like the last 10 minutes. <laughs> say it at so the gonna, top. So say at the top, we're on podcast services. So if you're, if you're into the audio version, obviously it's where we call a podcast. So it makes sense. We're on podcast services. We're on we're on Spotify, uh, what Spotify, Amazon Music, um, Google Podcasts. I think we're on Apple Music. And we, yeah, we should. We sh- yeah, you can double check that because I don't have anything Apple, uh, and you set that up uh, for us kindly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, more than likely we should be on there as well. All all the episodes we've had up till now. This is episode five. Um, and yeah, I was gonna say we're ten days away. We're less than ten days away from Lightfall from when we're recording this. Uh, by the time you hear it or or watch it, um, we will be less than eight days away um, from the la- launch of Destiny Two Lightfall new expansion. Um, and we've gotten a bunch of weeks, weeks upon weeks of now. We've been covering all the news that has dropped for. Uh, all the blog posts and videos and everything, they've been dropping a ton of stuff in the lead up. And that includes the, the week we've just wrapped up where we got probably like the most news. I feel like in some ways, um, maybe it's between this week and last week. Yeah. Cause I, yeah. Cause I think the thing with this week in particular, which, you know, once we get into it, like this week was more talking, was talking about Lightfall, of course, a little bit, but it was also talking about like what we can kind of the laying the groundwork for like the next year of destiny into yeah. Lightfall beyond. And then, you know, the final shape, which is even weird to think about. Cause we're, you know, it's weird to think about us getting a brand new expansion, but yeah, there's obviously another ex- very major expansion after that, um, a, a more yeah. by a year, year or more from now. Um, so they kind of talk about some of the stuff we'll see, like kind of some of the stuff that they're laying the groundwork in for Lightfall, um, and and beyond uh, was was kind of talked about this week, as well as of course Bungie does a big um, Vidoc video usually before every expansion, and that is kind of you know your your hype builder talk like listen to the devs talk about, you know, all the things they kind of worked on for Lightfall and all the things they're excited about. Um, and you know, they, they usually give us a little bit more story details and stuff in that too. Uh, which we got that this past week. And then, like I said, we had this big blog, um, from Joe Blackburn, who's the game director for destiny Two. He did basically a big state of the game, uh, blog. That's literally over 5,000 words kind of talking about, you know, destiny as it is now and kind of where it's going over the next year. Um, so we're gonna talk about all that stuff. Yeah. Um, a lot of gambit news. We gotta yeah. go through. <laughs> yep. 5,000 words about <laughs> gambit. You can control F in that, in that <laughs> blog. We'll have it linked below on the YouTube channel. Go, go look about all these hot gambit details, brother or sister out yeah. there. Bring a sword, bring us, <laughs> bring a sword. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's get into the. We're gonna start here with because this is what we can. When we got the, at the top of this past week was the state of the game uh, blog um, that Joe Blackburn uh, wrote for us. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. huge huge blog. Um, he kind I kind of really like how they how he in particular 
kind of laid it out where he kind of said it in this, like, uh, he kind of set up all the talking points under these four big uh, kind of blanket ideas for what they want to do with Destiny this year. Um, mm-hmm. And that was, uh, the first one is expand players' imaginations. Um, then it was bring challenge back to Destiny. Uh, definitely interesting uh, there. Um, enriching our content and connecting our guardians are the four big kind of points they have uh, mm-hmm. that Joe broke down. So we'll just kind of go down those in order. Um, you know, <laughs> we're going to abbreviate some of it because, it is, like I said, it is a lot. Uh, but again, yeah. like usually when we talk about this stuff, uh, I should mention I always usually put the links to the, the actual blogs and things in the YouTube description. So you can always, if you want to go read that stuff for yourself, um, if you haven't at this have at this point, you can just check that uh, YouTube description out and like grab the links uh, from there. Um, but yeah, he starts off with uh, expanding the player imagination and kind of, you know, this is something that was, he actually, I think he brought up on Twitter like a few months ago. Cause I think it kind of really something over the past year of destiny from Witch queen till now in lifefall, I think was something that a lot of players started feeling the seasonal, uh, fatigue, so to speak. Yeah. Um, it was right at the end of plunder. Because- yeah, definitely plunder. I will even say for myself personally, like I definitely, plunder kind of hit that itching point of just like all right you know you've introduced a bunch of cool stuff but you're but now it's like but it's like you know it's all obviously all like aspects of different grinding because that like that's a big aspect of destiny it's an mmo so of course you're gonna be grinding for stuff that's just you know you kind of have to expect that to a certain point nowadays um but they kind of layered stuff on top of already layering on these like all this kind of seasonal stuff and like you know i didn't find a lot of the the actual content um that you were playing in plunder as engaging as maybe some other seasons so kind of layering all this stuff on was just kind of like okay i am tired of you know seeing a seasonal grid box of upgrades that you like are like slowly being told out week over week I'm tired of just kind of seeing some of these frameworks that we've seen for so long. And, you know, he kind of had to take to Twitter when like a lot of that kind of discussion online uh, from across the Destiny community, like kind of started rearing up. Um, And I think this is like a more direct follow up and like kind of gave us like more insight into like what they are thinking about. They said they want to start doing this and start thinking about seasons in a different light. Um, Mm -hmm. So that definitely was, I think, a lot of what this expanding our imaginations kind of side was about. Right. Um, uh, So I'll just read some of the things I I put down here and kind of the abbreviation. So basically kind of what they're planning with uh, Season of the Defiance. Season of Defiance is season 20 as a season that is launching aside Witch Queen. Um, we know some story of it, about it now because we got um, the Vidoc, which showed some stuff that we'll talk about later. Later, yeah. And we got yeah. like a cool tease um, in this blog at first, which just kind of showed the cool kind of key art that you usually get each season where it showed these guardians and very like kind of like medieval knight looking armor, but it's also kind queen's of guard. Yeah, yeah. The other queen's guard. The, it's very Marasov inspired. You can straight up see Marasov like in that key art kind of, you know, looking ominous spot in the, in the, in the sky. Um, yeah. And you can also see some other things like maybe, I don't know, some fucking pyramid objects on earth. Uh, yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Could, nothing could be wrong with that. Right. You know, yeah, I'm sure everything's going everything's great. all right. You know, and well, we don't and, have to rescue prisoners of war or anything. Yeah. Nothing, nothing <laughs> crazy. Um, but yeah, they, they, they go a little bit more in depth than the Vidocs. So we'll, we'll, we'll save uh, more talk about that when we get to that. 
mm-hmm. lot to lot to talk about this week. <laughs> yeah. Um, but basically, he said kind of say season twenty was kind of already content complete and kind of uh, more or less finished um, being made before this kind of expand player imagination uh, thoughts were going in, were going into effect. Like they kind of, you know, they worked that's, you know, it kind of give you an idea. Like I think they even said it earlier, like seasons are worked like way ahead of time. And like, I think like people, like I think don't realize how like far ahead Bungie is working already. Um, mm-hmm. Cause like, I think that I already saw like one of them tweet, like, they are already doing testing for like the next season, season 21 and are already like starting to work on season 22. Like that's like internally, like they're already like multiple seasons ahead of us where they're at. So like, that's usually why like sometimes you'll see things player sentiment is, you know, different than, you know, where the game is at because they are working past tense. So player sentiment a month from now can be completely different from what it is like today. So that's just, it's it's tricky. It's tricky. And they always, just to like yeah. further dig in the idea, because you know, a lot of people complain about Destiny. Destiny players' favorite things to do is complain about Destiny, but is like, you know, yep. the team is like actively trying to interpret ahead of time what people are yeah. going to have difficulties with, and that's the paradigm that they're working within. So you know, exactly, it's not easy. <laughs> it's yeah, very difficult. Yeah, I would very. Say. I would say it's very difficult, especially for a game like this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, kind of the big thing is, you know, they did say, though, however, there will be a lot of more quality of life updates with this season uh, that I do like a lot of the things they said um, that Joe kind of yeah. broke down for the season. The big thing was Umbral Energy and Ang- and Amber Ingrams are gone. They kind of I think they already said this earlier in like one of the blog posts. But yeah, they are gone. You know about energy. That's that was an update. Here, yeah. Yeah. So basically how we have it right now, if you're playing the game like um each season gets like its own kind of energy that you use to like focus engrams for loot from that specific season. So now what's going to, what it's going to be is there are seasonal engrams um, and I'm, and they just seem like they're going to be on the vendor. Um, I don't know if we don't really know for sure if they're the seasonal engrams just drop from activities or anything like that. It, but for right now they're just saying the seasonal vendors, the seasonal engrams you get from activities will just be on vendors now. Yeah. So which is how um, the the playlists are going to work starting in season twenty as well. Yeah, and and similar to we talked about, it, I think it was like three episodes ago. We're not sure if you know, like they could potentially be a drop at the end of a strike. It's like, oh, you got a strike Ingram, and that goes to Zavala and kind of continues to stack on top of his right. stack of Engrams because things are going to cost multiple Engrams and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, we same here. We don't necessarily know if maybe they still drop in the world, but you pick them up and they just go right to the vendor. Who knows? Right. Um. So we'll we'll have to see on that, but definitely good choice. I imagine that that just means what prime engrams are the only engrams you'll yeah. be picking up. Yeah, it's like prime engrams, um, bright engrams. Yeah, bright engrams. Universe. Like, but they just kind of drop from the eververse stuff after you finish your season pass, and like, yeah, all the other vendors are the engrams will just be on them now. Um, I mean, they, I guess they haven't specifically said if, um, the trials engrams will be able to like, be, you'll be able to use those, but I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to kind of do it for all the yeah, vendors. Cause like, I know, yeah. like, cause I know like right now, like crucible, <laughs> crucible engrams, you can like, uh, 
they they just sit on shacks and then you can like go to the little focusing tab and like pick what you want to focus out of that. And then I think yeah. Vanguard is getting that as well. The next season Gambit has its own unique engrams, but I know right as of right now, you have to like pull them off of drifter and then yeah. you can focus when they're on you. So yeah. I'm, cu- I'm curious if they're just going to across the board, make it. So all the Ven- engrams that would make sense. I think so. I think they're, they're doing that. Cause now we, like we said, we now each, each season we get a new vendor of some kind. Well, just for this season, cause as we'll get to, um, they said later seasons will be different and might not actually have a proper vendor system. Um, our vendor paradigm rather, I think is what they said. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but that, that'll be interesting. Um, and we'll see what that exactly means. I guess once that season becomes, uh, more relevant, which we'll talk about in a second. Yeah, and it seems through uh, through some Vidoc stuff, it seems like the war table will be the vendor, the helm vendor for Season of Defiance. Right. Um, and there will also won't be, uh, also on top of no umbral energy, they also said there will not be like a unique kind of seasonal currency. Um, rather, what they're going to do, what, what we're going to get from now on are, are keys. And these keys can drop from any activity. So you could just play the seasonal activity specifically and you will have a chance to get it, this key to drop. And then the key you can use to open up bonus chests at the end of these activities. And they emphasized um, in this that they want these chests to actually feel more like a bonus rather than a complete like necessary in order to like progress. Because that's definitely mm-hmm. a thing that has like been about these last two seasons has been like, especially Plunder. I, th- I thought it was a lot where it's like, all right, Plunder, you literally had to play Catch Crash to get one currency. And then you had to play like random activities to get another currency to then just go into this one activity to then use to get a chest at the end. And that's the thing you would have to get to like progress in a thing where like now it's just like I can literally play anything. I get a key. I can open up an extra chest and that's just an extra chest for extra rewards at the end of the seasonal activity. It doesn't even need, I don't need it to like progress like a story mission a week is more or less mm-hmm. what, what that kind of sounds like, which I think is yeah. a great change. It makes it, so it good. makes it much smoother progress throughout the seasons and just playing the seasonal stuff. It does not make it feel like this kind of like weird loop loophole thing yeah. like our back and forth of like hey if i just want to run a bunch of strikes one day now i can do it and there's a chance these keys will just drop from strikes or if i'm just playing a bunch of crucible matches i could probably get a key from that or I, or if it's just there's new brand new content and i just want to play the brand new stuff when it first drops at the start of the week i can just play a bunch of that activity and get a bunch of drops from that so yeah really this really is, really good this is great i've been playing helping some some of the new light friends Mm-hmm. Uh, finish season of the Seraph stuff and boy like you know after it's all said said and done it is such a bummer to be like all right we did this quest now we have to go run two strikes so you can get <laughs> 500 of this currency yes, so that way yeah. we can run another one of these things and you then can get we can this, do the story mission. you can get these key codes that you then have to feed into this thing and then like are like oh i have to get these pirate treasure maps that then i have to put into this put into the the spy class or whatever it was the treasure yeah, map and the like treasure map and it's, like yeah, yeah it, don't it, none of that anymore that sounds great it, <laughs> just, just to hear that alone great. was like cool awesome um, great change and, and it seems like you know like the guaranteed red border and stuff like that you would get from that uh currency chest in these activities is just going to be the prime chest 
And then the extra yeah. chest will be maybe an extra red border, which is great. Yeah. I will say the one thing I hope they, they kind of bring back and take keys from that I did like um, was Master Catch Crash dropped three chests at the end. Um, mm. You know, not always like a ton of good loot there, but it's three more opportunities to get things. Right. And like yeah. legendary heist battlegrounds don't have that. It's still just two chests. You get potentially better and more rewards from the, right. the extra sure. chest. Sure. Um, so stuff like that, too, I, I would love to see yeah, more of. More yeah. of more of that. We'll, we'll just have to see for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, also, also for Season of Defiance, there will be fewer total vendor upgrades. So, you know, again, that was always that has been my pain point for a while for the seasonal system. I want to say you can go if you go to YouTube.com slash Irrational Passions, our, our original uh, where we talked about Destiny stuff. I think if you go back to our Witch Queen review discussion, I complain about that and that. Like, and that's yeah. just how long they, we've that system has been even longer than that, because like you can go back even further to the Beyond Light endgame viewpoints and see me yep. and you playing Beyond Light campaign and see that same that's vendor um, like kind of upgrade system that was like back in that. And like it goes even before that as well. Like, so it's been two plus years of like a very same kind of style system of like upgrading each week. And it's just like, Hey, I just, I just don't want to do it anymore. It's not that it's bad. It's just that we've been doing it for so long. It's just like, it's, it's been the same thing for so long. It's like, please just try something else. And and it causes that, that same problem of like, well, if you just wait five weeks into the season, because all these things are time gated. You'll walk in with ten of those upgrades, and you'll be able to get everything way faster. Yeah, that doesn't feel good. Yeah, in those early seasons, and they say uh, Joe mentions that they're going to be more potent uh, vendor upgrades as well. Yeah, um, that's good with less of them, which is very good. Yeah, for sure. And I think then uh, we move on to I think even better news, which is now the next season, which they ghost they went into a little bit of detail of the next season after season of defiance season of the deep season mm-hmm. 2020 season 21. They, they even named it for us. That was, that was a pretty cool thing to see that they are talking about already, mm-hmm. but they straight up talk about here is they said no vendor upgrade paradigm. So that, that system I just talked about with those things been last year is not even going to be existed next season. Really cool. Um, yeah. But they do say the vendor upgrades can return potentially in the future, but they want to create more framework for seasons to change what players can expect for any given season. And I think like, I want to even say, I've said this in this in thing where like, like I think a, th- a really smart idea would be is like make at least for, for right now, like make like two or three variants of like what you can expect, right? Like have the vendor paradigm upgrade paradigm thing for a season have like a different style of like upgrading or going through a season and have like another one. And then they can just like splot, splot these in different seasons where it makes sense. So that way they like, you know, when you, at least when you see one, it's like, all right, well, I haven't done this in a while at least. So like, it still feels, it doesn't feel as bad and they can do it instead of like, like 20 seasons, like, or not even 20, <laughs> but like not that far off from like 10, 10, almost 10 seasons in a row of just the same uh, style of season yeah seasonal upgrade so like that's the, yes that's like that's exactly the direction i want them to go is like make like multiple you make multiple things because i know like at the, at the end of the day like you know they you know they they were gonna keep making seasons for destiny 
And like it's it clearly really works because there is a lot of great things about their their seasonal like frameworks they do about like especially in the storytelling department yeah. and stuff. It's like it is that's that's what it was fantastic. But I think now the actual like gameplay aspects and how they they want us to like kind of play the game like needs to change. Um, and, and it seems like they're they're going in that direction. So that's exciting to hear um, for season twenty one. Um, the deep season Shout of the, the deep. Boys. That's right. That's going to be a really interesting. They also said there will be a new season, a type of seasonal activity that we haven't seen before. And I think the examples they used were um, the, the they wanted to make something kind of like unique that they didn't season like particular. I think they called out the thing that was in season of the lost that I forget what it was called, but it was like the it would change each week and you went to those big areas it wasn't like the six player activity. It was like oh, the shattered realm. The shattered realm. That's what it was called. Yes. Um, where basically like each week you would change and you get these big areas you could kind of explore. And each week they would get like new things to do. I, that was that was a really cool activity. Idea for you. Okay. What if we are it's season of the deep. So we're going into maybe the dark realm or back into the shattered realm. Whatever. Yeah. What if we're going back to Titan IO? All these yep, other locations, I'm in. but in in the darkness, in, in the, the dark, deep. yeah, seeing how it's affected by like wherever it is, I'm in. I would that would be so that'd be so cool. So that'd be so cool. And like that's yeah. how, that's that's like a way they can bring back like older strikes or something. Maybe we get like some other strikes. Like we yeah, go maybe back. The to, activities are like remixes of those strikes in the darkness, right? Yeah, like, that'd be. I'm totally in. I'm. You sold me immediately. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Um, I hope so. It definitely like I think in this season that it's the last year, right? It's, this is we're moving to the finale. I don't know how Final Shape is going to be and what the seasons post Final Shape are going to be. Obviously, mm-hmm. we'll get there when we get there. Um, but it definitely seems like they're going to up the ante for this season, um, yeah. and for these seasons, I should say. And I think the Leviathan was an experiment on having destinations be seasonal content, and I, I think. We'll see more of it. Yes. And they also, I think they talk about, we'll talk about the, some, there are some more things they talk about, like things they're doing in the seasons to like freshen and change things. I think are later in the blog. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and we'll, and so we'll just get to those when we get to those, but that's the things I kind of pulled out to first that like, those were really nice to hear. Um, <clears throat> they did say like, yeah, but they basically said this, this activity, they want to be either like shattered realm or like when we got battlegrounds for the first time in season of the chosen, where they felt much more like a, a bigger kind of um, thing for, uh, the for the year and something. If they're like battlegrounds, that might be something that like sticks around potentially, which could be cool. Yeah. Um, another thing, another thing they said, um, which I'll, I'll I'll point out because we brought up battlegrounds. They did confirm in this, which I missed kind of the first time I was reading th- through this, and then reading through like later in the thing they talk about battlegrounds and they more or less confirm that battlegrounds are the this season season of defiances as seasonal activity like it's some kind of battlegrounds um so which i know back-to-back seasons with that is definitely gonna rub people the wrong way but like the war has begun so it makes the most sense yeah it makes the most sense for that and like considering they have these are activities that they've continued to keep around like i don't think battlegrounds are just going away obviously so like I think they like they they will become a marquee um, thing, and was we get again more on that in the um in the in the later in the blog. So uh, definitely a lot more battlegrounds to look forward to in the future of Destiny. So I, and I, I don't mind that I don't mind that um, that's what I would say. 
Um, so the other thing, the next part they talk about um, was weapon crafting. So there was actually mm-hmm. there's actually this state of the game. They talk about weapon crafting here, and then like the, the day after that, there was actually another blog they put out that was kind of like a weapon crafting update. Um, and I will say, I'm, like, I'm, oh, go ahead, I, go ahead. I was gonna say, just curious how how now that we're like you know a year into weapon crafting before we get into these changes, how do you feel about weapon crafting? Like, do you like um, it? Is it a good addition? I think it. Is, I I personally like the addition of it. Um, I understand the sentiment of people like saying, you know, hey, this the, for many years, the core part of Destiny was this these random loot drops. And, you know, there was like an excitement level. There's definitely an excitement level. Like I definitely felt it too a lot sometimes when, you know, you'd finish a raid encounter and you'd run up and pick up a weapon. You'd be like, oh, it's this trusty. I hope it's a good, good roll. And then, you know, there would be a lot of times where it wasn't a good roll. And then the one time you get the good roll, you're like, oh, man, this is so cool. And I got this trusty roll or I got this, you know, whatever it is, you know. So I always like that. But also, like, you know, there was extremes to it. And I know you personally have experienced those extremes. Everybody who's probably played Destiny has, like, experienced their own different level of this extreme of, like, a different drop. And I think personally for me... um, I think crafting is here to stay and I don't want it, want it to go. Um, I mm-hmm. like the, I like the, I, I like the ass. I don't think it's a perfect system as it is now. And like, even with the things that they talk about that we're going to get into, um, I still don't think it's, it might be a perfect system because there's still things I would want out of it um, that they mm-hmm. didn't go over here. Um, but I do like the idea of, Getting these, getting these um, interesting weapons each season, um, and it seems like that'll be kind of the focus from here on. Like a lot of the craftable weapons will either be seasons or the raid weapons, um, and getting these weapons and then leveling them up and having them kind of be this, these kind of main kind of weapons we're always going to be using at any time, and they can be usable and viable in the game at any time. Because that's I think another thing people are going to like going to realize which we haven't really had yet is like when they do like another buff pass to like a certain type of weapon, right? We can look at like our, like a lot of us as longtime players, you did the work to get all these crafted weapons can now go look through a whole library of like uh, frames of weapons and be like, Oh man, they're buffing auto rifles. I mean, craft a sweet sorrow right now and, and throw these perks on it. Oh, they craft, Oh, they buffed this perk or changed how this perk works. Oh man, this crafted weapon has that on it. So let me go craft this. Like, it adds that it, it it like prevents like so many of those troubling points that Destiny once had for folks that like oh I mm-hmm. oh I oh I deleted this and I deleted this out of my vault because I wasn't using it two years ago but not, but it was a crafted pattern so I can go craft it now and have this like you know better version of this weapon because they updated these perks now like I I think it just adds so many ways. Um, to um, prevent a lot of the pain points that has, had existed in Destiny for so long, and I don't want to see that. Uh, I don't want to see that go away. I so overall, I'm a big fan of weapon crafting um, as a concept. I just I just think they need to like figure out some stuff. Uh, um, yeah, <clears throat> I think I'm in the same boat. I, I think I really love it, uh, <laughs> and I say I think because you know there's <laughs> yeah. definitely been ups and downs to it. Um, like, you know, my biggest gripes right now are like, it's, it just takes way too long to level up guns, especially anything with special ammo is a nightmare to level up and it sucks. Like I, it took me 
hours upon hours to get my Defiance of Yasmin up to like level 11 so I could put the two perks that I wanted to put onto it. Yep. And I was like, I'm never going to do this again with a sniper rifle. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to do that with succession right now. And it's like miserable. I did that. I um, did literally today. I was doing the exact same thing. I was leveling up my succession. And I was like, this, this just kind of sucks. Cause yeah, cause the sniper yeah, and like, just, you're not mowing down enemies and like, there's not, you know, it's not the great you guess you can run activities and get like an extra bump in it just by having it on but still it's just yeah it's which is what i do like that's the fastest way for me to do it um in my opinion but uh but i like enhanced perks i like the versatility of it you know the doritos going away is an objectively good thing i think yeah he's glimmer it's fine yeah um it is so funny to see how many materials there were there were at the start of this and then then they're just gone (laughs) at the end yeah just the senate alloys that's it yeah uh the end (laughs) um so yeah i i think similarly i i like i like it with raid weapons i like always getting like two pieces of loot that are worthy two red borders per raid run at least you know hopefully more um i like one of my favorite changes they've made in this past year to any time in destiny is making these raid rotators where you can just grind them forever. I just love that so, so much. Um, And it's like, you know, I don't want to run last wish once a week, every week. I want to like one week out of the season, I'll just get a party together. We'll play it for six hours and I'll never have to play it again. Right. Like that's (laughs) way more fun for me. Um, You know, maybe not for everybody. I, I get it, but yeah, I've really liked crafting. I have every single recipe except for one, which is the Epicurean from the, the dungeon from Duality, um, which I'm never going to get that probably, um, which is fine. Uh, and I, I've i loved crafting stuff. You know, I, I it's so fun to make your own thing. And I, I think the change that they're making with this enhancement thing that we'll talk about in a second is a, is a good like middle ground yeah. Um, to the a random role can still be as good as you know anything it just seems like a little limited right now but clearly they're just testing out the system um, yeah but yeah I, I i like crafting and i'm glad it's here i'm not like one of the crafting haters that and i, I don't think bungie regrets putting crafting in the game no. I, I think they just I don't think so. they want they're, they're all about all of lightfall is about like getting rid of bullshit currency to be honest so that's like the biggest yeah. sub objective i feel to that and i think that's a good thing because there's yeah. just a lot of currency yeah getting rid of a lot of bs currencies and and like introducing like and streamlining some systems um in in a new world in the new world that has like been kind of been slowly building uh in destiny for sure Mm-hmm. But yeah, they but yeah, weapon crafting. Uh, I, I put this as like basically like kind of the big takeaway from the the weapon crafting talk in this uh, blog post and the um, the extra blog they did at Wednesday. It's like I, I got the feeling that like they're gonna call like a, there's gonna be a bigger update to weapon cra- like they're gonna, they're making smaller incremental updates like there's some in Lightfall and there's gonna be some across the seasons. But like I think they mm-hmm. talked further out, there was going to be a bigger change with like, hey, we're going to be removing more of these currencies from the system, and like Senate alloys will have a different presence, and there's also these other changes we're going to talk to, and it basically told me maybe say like, hey, expect like not season twenty one, but like twenty two beyond, they're just going to be like weapon crafting two and then like there's going to be like a, a substantial change to that system. Um, but here, here's kind of the big goals. And again, this is like, you know, 
this is mainly from the state of the game and they the, there's a secondary blog that just kind of said like hey this will be this is kind of, they're kind of targeting this thing for like i think like season 21 or um beyond that so like a lot of these changes i didn't get super nitty-gritty to because again these like they a lot of this crafting stuff will ultimately be like next season or later um, and there'll be yeah. a few things in Lightfall, but not too much compared to what they kind of go over. Uh, but let me just let me just talk about it um, to create independent chases for both crafted and non-crafted weapons, starting with Lightfall. Fewer of our total weapons will be craftable and more of our weapons with long term sources will get value from random perk rolls. Um, so in that crafting blog, they did show like, hey, um, basically for for Lightfall, uh, the Neo Moon weapons are going to be craftable. The season of defiance weapons will be craftable and the raid weapons will be craftable. Um, there won't be any kind of like, you know, I think like before we got like the Taipan or the, 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 the solar auto rifle or the, yeah, the rock, like some rocket launcher. Like it won't be like world drop weapons. that will be craftable anymore. It sounds like those will be those long-term sources, sources like they're talking about where those weapons will just drop from world drops. Or like, if you just randomly pop an Ingram or, or whatever, um, you will just, you will just, those weapons will just be those random drops. Um, mm-hmm. but you know, th- again, like, but like you said, a thing they're going to be doing to make those random drops more valuable, because like you said, you know, crafting as it is now lets you enhance weapons, lets you put like mementos on them or like level the weapons and kind of choose, choose perks and change perks on it. Um, what they're going to be doing is to allow these non-crafted weapons to stand toe to toe with crafted weapons in Lightfall. In our set, well, I, th- I think they kind of said it. They wanted the weapons to stand toe to toe with crafted weapons. So in the year of Lightfall, more and more of our non-crafted weapons, starting with the new raid adepts for this year's raid, will have the ability to be enhanced. Um, mm-hmm. So they basically they they did specify that the adept raid weapons will be coming in season of the deep right so that me i would expect you know for folks out there master lightfall raid will not be available until season of the deep just so you so folks okay. out there know so yeah i, I wasn't sure if they, they they meant like mass like the, the this version of the raid adepts will be in deep or if them that master raid i guess i guess it could be either way but like yeah i would say maybe just on the safe side maybe keep both of those expectations like hey maybe we won't see master raid till season of the deep but yeah yeah i'll see if i can find the verbiage but you can keep keep going yeah so the enhancing the enhancing of weapons will allow the your drop weapons to start leveling up use mementos and gain access to both enhanced perks and enhanced intrinsic properties but only the enhanced versions of the perks and masterworks that are already on the version of the weapon you're enhancing so basically, that's definitely be a big differentiator. So if you craft a weapon, you'll be able to more directly choose perks, choose the masterworks and other things like that, where if you enhance a world drop or a random drop that you get, they just have those what the, and what they will have. But you'll still be able to enhance the perks on them, which I think is the big thing uh, for sure for a lot of folks. So that definitely brings up a question. Um, well, I guess let me let me just keep going through this, and then I'll and then I'll bring up um, kind of a big thing I want out of crafting. Still, um, simply yeah. said, with some time and resources, enhancing allows you to take the random rolled weapon you've obtained and enhance the existing to roll match full power of crafting. There you go. You're targeting to roll this out initially with Lightfall Raid Adepts in um, at the launch of Season of the Deep. Long term, we want to expand this functionality to most of our new non-crafted weapons, but there are some technical hurdles we're solving first. 
Um, for crafted weapons, we have additional changes planned. You will never see a deep sight weapon uh, weapon unless it is a weapon you can craft. So that is going to be starting with Lightfall. Uh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's still say like when you see a red border on game, you know it's valuable because it is part of a getting those patterns. Um, targeting mm-hmm. season of the deep. We'll also be adding a mechanism to activate deep sight on any craftable weapon that you do not have a pattern for. I really like this a lot because that basically is yeah. saying like. So they did specify in the previews that you can't just like let's say for instance you know. Um, I get like a, I get, you know, an auto rifle that is craftable. Um, basically, if you get one that drops, and it's not a red border. So you can't use, a, use it as a pattern. Um, you can then turn it into like a deep sight resonance and then you can extract a pattern from it. They said that you won't be, it won't be a thing where like if you get one, you can do that five times on that single weapon. You can just do it once on that weapon and then you can do it. But even so. Yeah, I know. But even <laughs> so, that means you can just get five drops of that weapon. And as long as you have the currency to do this stuff, you can you can do that. So obviously, it'll, it'll still depend on like what that cost is, how you get yeah. acquire currencies and stuff. Right. But like the, the idea of just like, oh, I can just get like five of this auto rifle. And even if I don't have this right now, I can just hold on to a handful of these and grind out that currency and then pop a bunch of those you know things. If, if I want to just knock this out super fast, I like that a lot that they're like, cause that lets you more, again, it lets you like, you know, focus directly for these weapons and then, you know, focus on crafting them, um, first by getting these patterns instead of just like kind of relying on completely random drops and hoping for red borders. Like think how much that yeah. would have helped for things like, you know, playing, doing a deep stone crypt run. And like thinking we did eight tracks like 20 times and it's like we could have done that 20 times and been done with those weapons like in half that time if we just you know had those currencies and we're just getting a bunch of random drops. And you can even just save drops and throw them in your vault and then when you have the currency, you know, hey, pop that into that extract resonance, boom, you got another pattern done. So like, yeah, I think that's a, that's a, that's an awesome way to do that. I like that. And this this to me is like, OK. Zur sells last season's weapons, buy it, dump currency into it, get the deep exactly, just yeah. slowly week over week. This totally fills in all the gaps for me. We don't know what the cost is. I imagine it right. could be like enhancement cores or upgrade modules or whatever, and then raid weapons, it could be spoils as well. Sure. Um, and I, I did get clarity in the weapon crafting uh, blog post. It says, note that Master Raid Adept Enhancing will be introduced a few weeks after Lightfall Master Raid release. This feature will be backwards compatible with Lightfall Raid weapon Adept weapons. There you go. Um, so Master Raid will drop in Season of Defiance, it sounds like. And you can hold on to those weapons to enhance them. In enhance them in, in Season of the Deep. Yeah, that's good. That's good to know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the big thing for me here... Um, and again, this, this is kind of my talking about like one thing I want to see is like, if they want to make, um, I'm totally for the idea of like making random drops, like viable to crafted weapons and like bringing them back. Um, but in turn, mm-hmm. if that's how they're going to do that, I would like them to also bring some of that to crafting. Cause one thing crafted weapons do not have the capabilities of right now is having multiple perks on them. As in like, yeah. you can't have a weapon where it has like, you know, two, to, you know, in the third and fourth slot for your perks, you can't have two in slots on a crafted weapon and select from either or where like if you can enhance a weapon, like I think they have to make that a- available unless they're just going to make it so 
they see they can't do it because then adept raid weapons will have will have multiple perks, and you can enha- they will drop with enhanced Presumably. perks. Because like no, yeah. right? Because as of right now, they have the four perks on. Like that's how raid weapons, adept raid weapons uh, are now. So unless they just make it so they don't have four perks, and then they just give them two enhanced perks instead now, which I think would would be weird. I, I, yeah, I feel like again I, they're not going to drop with enhanced perks. You have to enha- at some point enhance, enhance them. them, right? So like I, I I'd be fine if like maybe the limit the, how they put the limitation on that is to just have like hey only one perk in each column can be enhanced. So you can't have like four enhanced yeah. perks. Like I'd be totally cool if like that's how they want to like balance that. Um, but I would really like them to um, if they're gonna if they're gonna make random jobs being enhanceable, I would like them to make it so crafted weapons. Even if it's like a thing where like hey you're gonna have to level this up even further, this craft weapon up even higher. To whatever level to then you know hey you've un- hey once you do this you know you got this level to like level twenty five now you can unlock you know the the second a second perk slot on this weapon and uh and then once you get to like thirty or thirty five you get a, you get the next slots you can have you know two two in the two slots or two perks in the third column and two perks in the fourth column um, if it worked like that I'd be totally cool with it just like give a way to to earn that on those weapons too. Um, would be really yeah. nice. And, and as an alternative, a thing I, I've definitely wanted is like, let me buy perma unlock perks for my crafted weapons. Don't make me pay to change them out. Yeah, cha- change the change the things. Yeah, silly to me. I think like you, you put an ascendant chart into a slot, and it, that slot should have access to all the enhanced perks. Right. Uh, uh, right. Like boom for sure. You know, because just the, the way those materials are right now. So yeah, if, if it's it, it, not one, give me the other. Is what I would say. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And to be fair, like the weapons are getting, like, it's going to be like less. We're going to have less of those currencies, so it'll just be like glimmer yeah. to like swap to and from them. So like that won't be as bad. But I, but I agree. Like I think, I think one or the other would be, be nice. And I think like I think. I, I personally would still lean more towards having the the multiple perks in each slot, or at least just have the four, right? Like have like like the four total, like two and three, mm-hmm. third slot, two and four slot, like most weapons can drop, um, and then you can just swap between them freely there, because then that'd be an easy way to just be like, all right, now I just have this gun, and I can have two PV my two PVE uh, perks for the PVE God roll or whatever, and I can, and mm-hmm. if I wanted to have the two PVP perks, I could have them there. Or I could just have two other perks that I really like for whatever occasion. I think I think yeah. bringing those to parity would be really nice to see. Um, yeah, agreed. But yeah, overall, I though I like a lot of what they're presenting here for crafting stuff. Like, like you can have the scenario where like, oh, I just get a, I just have a random drop, and it's a really good perk. I don't want to go through the hassle of getting all these borders for it. Some people, that's a little bit too much for them. Now they can just go and try and go enhance it if they want to and just have that gun and, and be good. Um, or if you still want to get all the red borders for a gun and be able to craft it, um, now it'll be easier because then you can use whatever currencies or thing they're going to be introducing to put deep sight on a weapon will allow you to then just like deep sight whatever drops you're getting, even if it's not a red border out the gate. So good stuff. Yep. Looking forward to all of these changes for sure. Yes, um, agreed. <clears throat> So that was like the first. So that was kind of most of the stuff in the um, bringing imagination back to destiny. So now we are moving on to bringing challenge back to destiny. Um, mm-hmm. So 
definitely some interesting stuff in here. I think this was definitely like the, the juiciest stuff I would say to me, which we, even though we spent like already 45 minutes on that first part, good Lord. Um, that's how it goes. Sometimes we're strap in folks. This is going to be a, this is going to be a chunky one. Um, so basically for bringing challenge back to destiny, we already saw a lot of that, a little bit of that this season with season of the Seraph and the heist battlegrounds. Um, so they did like the, the kind of uh, set note where like, no matter what you're doing, in a heist battleground or what level, what power level you are. The enemies are always five levels above you uh, for that. So they are keeping that in season of defiance with the new battlegrounds introduced during the seasons. This is where they more or less said like, Hey, there will be battlegrounds for season defiance activities. Um, but they are also going to be set, using this set difficulty for the Neo Neomuna patrol zones. So the Neomuna patrol zones will have, whatever this modifier is. And now also the Vanguard ops, uh, based playlist will also be tuned, uh, in this way. But they said they, they said that they will not be as, um, hardcore, I guess, quote unquote, as the battleground seasonal playlist is. So the seasonal playlist yeah. seems like from now on, we'll have like these, this, this kind of base modifier and probably other modifiers that make it more difficult where I'm guessing mm. like for Vanguard ops, like I'm guessing it'll still have that same base where it'll be like, Hey, this is enemies are always five power above you or five power at whatever, whatever power threshold they have, I guess. But I think there will be other like, cause I know the big thing with like a Vanguard ops has that you have like singe modifiers. Like I think you could still have that singe and you'd be way more effective when you're running that singe. And since it, like a big thing with, you know, a lot of the build crafting changes are about synergizing in your specific subclass and energy type, like that would make sense to me, right? Yeah, totally. And it seems like from the previews that we'll talk about later, the Neomuna could be potentially a legendary modifier because it sounds like enemies have swords, which is kind of cool because it also another tidbit we got from the previews later um, is that there could be like an escalation protocol cell activity there, right. which would make that activity way more intense. Yeah, <laughs> make it, yeah, that. that'd be that's be way more interesting. I'm definitely curious about that as well. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I like this a lot. You know, you know, I get some people were definitely apprehensive of seeing the challenge thing and like you know already getting their pitchforks out looking at Saul Grepo on Twitter. Like, what is he gonna say? What is he gonna say? But it's like you know, it's like I. I there's definitely part of me as we get deeper into this that like I definitely agreed to a little bit of an extent of him. Although I I would not consider myself like, you know, world's first raid pro. runner, pro runner. Yeah. There's you can you could definitely tell the difference from back even back in Witch Queen when we, you know, think about running freaking um the Lightblade GM for the first time. And that felt like mm -hmm. that felt insurmountable sometimes and just like horrible. Where you flash yep. fast forward to um, last season when it was a GM again, and I me, I did it with two of my clanmates. We beat it on our second try. It was like it was such a breezier experience. And granted, we obviously know the strike better and know some of like you know we know enemy spawns a little bit better. There's aspects about it, but like you know we did not have a, a crazy storm grenade you could just throw into a crowd and it just melts everything super fast. You, yeah. We did not have you know solar all kinds of arc burns and like additional ways of like you know now our arc now we can move so much faster on arc because of you know killing stuff all the time and giving us yeah. speed boosts and things we do not have we just did not have a lot of the tools we did not have then um that made us way more potent and the way and the way we could uh, uh sort of abuse like you know these new power sets with like 
a, a build crafting system that was not designed around the having that level of power um, just kind of, I think, snowballed into us. So I think a lot of the changes they're making are kind of to like, you know, we'll rein us back, but also we will still probably be pretty strong. Um, so yeah. I so I'm ultimately for them, like, you know, raising the bar a little bit to make the game a little bit more engaging uh, in that in that regard. Yeah, and heists have been fun, and obviously, like we we love the the legendary campaign, yeah. which was yep. a similar philosophy, but a little bit more intense. Uh, and and you know, it, it's just we're at a point right where so much is changing. Like all of our ability cooldowns are changing. We're yep. getting a new subclass, and the base difficulty mod- modifiers are changing. In addition to a bunch of weapon rebalancing, so like it is so much that it's it's kind of hard to tell at this point what yeah. it's going to feel like yeah but it definitely seems like i mean they we knew we both have been talking about how they have to rein us in at some point yeah um and and you know like it, it, this was like the fun year of like 3.0 subclasses and and us just being broken for a little bit to get used to yeah. those tools and that's fine I, I think that's fine i know some people have been very upset about it but i, I think it's totally fine because you know I think it also makes sense to now the narrative is switching. We're, we're moving into the end game, if I may. Uh, and it, it is, it makes sense to kind of up the stakes uh, moment to moment to make that like more like narratively engaging as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Agree for sure. I think that it's the right move and Hey, I'm sure people will still, it's still destiny. <laughs> we will, people will figure out how to, you know, be, crazy broken you will still see yeah within the week we'll of fine yeah by like you know i guarantee by the end of end of the first week of lightfall you'll be able to go on youtube.com and see a rick cacus video or some youtuber xy and be like cracked cracked build this exotic is op like we're still gonna this, get that this new we're still world drop is like recluse 3.0 yeah exactly like you know red arrows and just pog faces we're gonna we're gonna get that it'll be fine it'll be fine y'all like don't worry about yeah, it we're not fine. we're not it's not gonna be that bad um but you know again um another point they pointed out here with these kind of some of these adjustments was you know the gen with another thing they brought up in general with this was like the general idea of a power level the power level, of course, it's been it's definitely always been, I think, even more so like this came up a lot with the, the kind of the talk of, you know, the game feeling stale to an extent in like the whole dis- discourse and discussion around see the plundered was like, you know, it brought back up the power level discussion of just like, man, power level is just this thing we do. And it's just it's we've been doing it for so long. Why what we can do it. So so, you know, um, while they said Lightfall itself will have a similar climb as the Witch Queen in terms of, you know, we will probably I'm what I'm guessing is we will probably be jumped to like 1600 base for everything. Mm-hmm. And then we and then, 1820. Right. Yeah. And then, pro- and then I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking like we will go up to like 1820 or 1810 or whatever. Um, so we will get to that. But um, post this season, season of the deep, there will be no power cap raise at all. Um, so that means once you hit the power cap for whatever this season is at the end of season defiance, um, the next season you'll be at the power cap already. <laughs> so yep. we'll see if they, they keep that. Um, it'll be very, that'll be very interesting to see just how that season is set up in general. Right. Cause like, think about yeah. like, you know, we won't, we'll come into the season and be like, Oh, we don't have to power grind. Cool. 
So what we do? Okay, I'll just I'll just go get start getting weapon patterns and getting all the stuff, and it takes out it takes out like a big part of that. Like with the you know they're gonna launch a new dungeon in Season of the Deep, and there we we won't have to we don't have to get up an extra ten levels or whatever. That'll just be a dungeon. Yeah, we'll know? be ready for Master Dungeon at the gate, right? In theory. Yeah, exactly. It, it's that's pretty that's pretty crazy. So it's like it's gonna change a lot next season, and it's definitely gonna be like a a little bit of a like shut up or put up and shut up moment even for the, the community of just like you know. They have powers pipe in the table thing because it keeps people, and to an extent, it keeps people playing and doing a bunch of stuff. Now, well, like without that, like what, like is it? Are people just going to be doing the things they want to do or doing whatever, whatever X or Y? Like it's really going to be interesting to see. And I think like another thing they talk about later, and this is like I has like a similar sentiment for sure um, for me. Um, but yeah, interesting stuff. Very interesting for sure. We'll see that um, yeah. next season and season of the deep. Um, uh, but the next part they talk about is they talked a little bit about crucible changes. Um, every, everybody's favorite topic, crucible changes and crucible additions. You know, nothing, even when they announce things, people will find something to be mad about when it comes to crucible. So, hey, let's just get through it here. <laughs> <laughs> season Lord. of De- season of defiance is bringing an, um, a game mode back. It's called countdown. Um, I admittedly don't remember this mode too much. I know it was like a, it was like a bomb yeah. mode. I think it was in year one of Destiny Two, and I think it was much more prominent in Destiny One, but it was not around. I think in this Destiny. was it was the Trials of the Nine mode, I believe, was countdown. Maybe the initial um, mode. I'm yeah. I'm I not, played it for sure. I I think I played it too, but it was you know it was year one Destiny Two, so that was like freaking you know 2017, 20 early twenty eighteen yeah. maybe. When I yeah. played that, so I, I don't remember it very well. I know it. I know it has. It has like it's. It does with like you know you're you're picking up a bomb and like taking it to a base kind of thing, or like you have to plant a bomb and yeah. defend it. Search and destroy, more or less. Yeah, and there will also be uh, beside that uh, countdown returning. There will be a variant of it called countdown rush, where you says you have to like plant multiple bombs um, at, at once, kind of thing. Um, so it seems like it'll be a lot more fast paced. Like it's it, like when I hear countdown rush, I think of more like momentum control or like uh, mayhem. So maybe it's like a variant of that where it's like maybe it's supposed to be more chaotic uh, version of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there will also be a series of crucible labs during the season with a more experimental mode that sounds a little bit more tactical and approaches used to weapon abilities. I forget I didn't write down the specific name. They they gave kind of like a temp array name. It's like check checkmate something. Yeah, it's like it's like check checkmate control or something like that. Where basically it sounded like it was more about like you'd have your ability usage in your weapons would have like a little bit more limited ammo or use potentially. And you kind of had to mm-hmm. it was like a little bit more of a strategic mode. Um, so, so that's that'd be interesting. I'm, I'm gonna be curious to hear what people say of that. Um, and like, hey, I know people again. Oh, again, we're going to get some of the other things they say after this. But like, the fact that we're getting like essentially three modes here in a single season of 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 the game is, I think, pretty pretty big in general. We, we haven't really yeah, well, Mike, that. they're not maps, so uh, <laughs> yeah, throw in the trash. Um, but yeah, <laughs> we also don't know if like if. You know, they usually bring new stuff with Iron Banner too, so no, I don't know if Iron Banner will be a new mode also, or, or well, might, they might maybe they'll just use one of the older modes, like they'll bring back the the, the standard Iron Banner maybe for this for the season, just to like you know have it back for a little bit. Who knows what they'll do? But you know, that's that's this season. They then the, did talk about here's your dang maps. You, you 
crazy people um in season of the deep so that's next that's the season after uh lightfall launches or the season after season 21 uh we're getting meltdown mm -hmm. the meltdown is returning that was a mars map um from early destiny 2 um that was originally vaulted in beyond light um it's one of the, it's, I actually, this is one I, I had to go look at an image, but then I saw the image and was like, oh, I actually remember this map. Cause it's like the one where it's like, it's like a big, it's like a facility that like, it's like a big, like, it looks like almost like a mall. And then it has like the long, like yeah. walkways on the outside. I, I remembered yeah. that. I actually remembered that map and that map. I actually remember that map being okay. Um, mm -hmm. I, I liked it more than the, some of the maps that are in the game now, at least. So there you go. Um, season 22. You are getting a new Vex network themed map. That's that actually sounds really cool. I love because I, yeah. I just like that aesthetic, uh, obviously in Destiny, yep. and I'm excited. There's some of that in Lightfall. I definitely hope they use it more in some stuff. We'll have to see soon mm -hmm. um, what what they all use it in for Lightfall, um, and then season 23, which is the season before Final Shape. Um, they're bringing back Citadel, which was the Dreaming City PvP map uh, that was vaulted as well. I I remember not liking that map, <laughs> but yay. I yeah I really like that map and I still think it's a crime that it was ever since. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, th those will be back over the course of the year. So basically, no maps this season, but it's a bunch of new modes. They also said you know hey there will be more modes and others other stuff in these other seasons as well potentially. Um, so you know look forward to that. They also like briefly touched on like hey we're gonna be looking at you know more matchmaking adjustments. Uh, finer tuning for better connections and lobby balancing are kind of the things they want to focus on. Um, they're also looking at meta system to get more people to jump into PVP that maybe wouldn't as much regularly. Uh, good luck. Uh, basically, <laughs> I, I took that as like maybe they were going to look at maybe improving some rewards and maybe improving events like Iron Banner. Because they did say like, you know, one of the big things this season will be Iron Banner will be three weeks out of the season this year instead of the two, uh, which would be nice. And hey, it's always it's also good to remember, like, you know, it's, it's you know, it's a lot of information they've given over the weeks or weeks. But remember, they announced, I think, was it like three, three weeks ago that there will be post game cosmetic rewards now in PVP modes um, across the game and focusy, focusy, legacing, uh, like, oh God, focusy, legacy, legacy, focusing. I got you. <laughs> legacy, focusing. I'm, I'm saying too many. I'm talking too much brain, brain melting. Um. But yeah, so you'll be able to go back and like earn older um, weapons and uh, older armor sets if you didn't have them already. So they they are giving more incentives, and I will. I'm very curious, and even me again, who's not a big PvP person, as I, I will uh, shout from the rooftops. Uh, but <clears throat> all this stuff sounds pretty all right to me, especially yeah. like oh. I will go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna say just like. The cosmetic stuff alone is like enough for like for me as like a weird sicko for some of that stuff where I will probably just do have moments where it's like, oh, it's mayhem this week. It's super. Oh, it's crucible. It's crucible bonus ranks or whatever. I will I will like sit in this playlist for a while and just like rack up a bunch of engrams now and then like, you know, turn them in when I want stuff. So like it's like I, I like that, you know, there will be avenues for me for that stuff. But like. I, you know, you know, I think for me, you'll just, I don't know if there'll ever be a thing that can get me full in on PVP. And that's just, you know, that's yeah. there. I think they, they probably, I'm sure they recognize that like there will just be a 
portion of the player base will just never interact with this in a meaningful capacity. But, you know, they still have to try and do their best for, like, the people that really want to. So it's it's tough. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I think I've learned, and I'm obviously take it with a grain of salt, I am still relatively casual. I like Destiny 2 PvP. I've decided. I know. What a sicko. <laughs> the podcast is over. It's done. <laughs> I'm quitting this yeah. show. Helm the tower is done. It's done. <laughs> uh yeah i i like i i enjoy d2 pvp i see it for what it is though of like or at least i i you know not to sound too pretentious here let's see it's just fun it's just good fun it's 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 an extra mode you can do in this game that has way a bunch of stuff going on in it yeah and there are like fun moments that can happen where you pop off and and you get like a 10 kill streak and it's like oh that was fun you know and it's just it's just dumb fun. Don't take it seriously. I know it's tough, right? When I'm in a skill based match matchmaking bracket, that's like pretty chill. I would say, yeah. you know, where all the low mid tier players are, where mm-hmm. we're all just you know, the matches take forever to play. But you know, I'm I'm making plays and having as fun as much fun as I can. But I will say, like, I really think the the weapons that they introduced to the PvP playlist this past year have been some of my favorites, like Out of Bounds and Riptide, both. I really, really love those guns, and yeah. I was happy to play PvP to get them. And they do a really good job in the playlist now of like whatever the new gun of that season is is going to drop a ton for you. Yeah, um, yeah. And then the next season you'll be able to focus it. So you know, go go nuts. Um, mm. I think that's great, and I think they figured out a good cadence with that stuff. So yeah, I understand they made they had one sentence about. Um, competitive mode here and, and that is not enough for for folks that want to dedicate time to that yeah uh but you know they I, they I'm put it they put it hearing, yeah i'm tired of hearing it but i would also say like they put that out like a season ago yeah exactly they're still so, like they can't they can't uh, they can't like turn around like big changes you want for this like that quickly that's just not how it works like you should know that by now yeah is what i would say to those yeah people. and it's especially the player base like these things take time i know people are very impatient when it comes to destiny because so much does come out so quickly right Right. it feels like they're doing it in response to everything we're saying but like we said earlier it is always like this precog situation where they have to minority report their way through what they think people are going to like um and sometimes they hit and sometimes they don't um but like i i just like people always say that bungie does not care about pvp and i i I understand that feeling, but they talk about it every week. They are always talking to everyone that's playing PvP. You know, they care at the very, at the bare minimum, they care. (laughs) You know, like they talk to PvP players, I would say, like as much as they talk to PvE players, uh, just like in quantity of communication. How many TWABs do we have? Like a full section dedicated to matchmaking or connections or this, you know? And and as we said uh, at the top of the show, how many times have they talked about this? And how many times have they talked about in this blog? Have they talked about Gambit? Yeah. Goose egg. Zero. (laughs) Goose egg. And spoilers, we have a lot more of this thing to go. You know how much they talk about Gambit? Goose egg. Dang. They don't talk about gambit <laughs> at all. So like yeah, it's yeah. A, like so like, you know, at, at a certain point, like, you know, be happy for like what you're getting to an extent. Like they're putting three modes essentially out this season for like people to try out and for them to take feedback on if you like it and you don't like it. 
You know, they're, they've yeah. already planned out their maps for the season. There will be more modes. They will keep doing stuff for PvP in a way they're not doing stuff for Gambit, clearly. So it's like, yeah, come on. Um, yeah. but anyway, I know you want more PvP maps, but Gambit has had four maps for like two years. And yep. it's, it's bad out there. <laughs> yeah, it's rough in the streets um, for them. Um, but to, to, um, a, I would say a brighter note, uh, moving on from PVP, mm-hmm. from PVP talk, um, we got the announcement that they are going to be introducing an exotic mission rotator, um, in, in season 22. So that'd be the season after season of the deep. Um, so season mm-hmm. 22 will bring back some classic exotic missions that will be rotating each week for rewards. They didn't specify what those rewards are going to be. And since we are not getting a level cap increase um, for Season of the Deep, I mean, it's still technically possible. They didn't fully say outrule the idea of like Season 22 might have a power increase or, or the one after that. So like Pinnacles and other things could still potentially be a thing. Because um, mm-hmm. I guess technically you st- you sp- there could be a person that comes into season of the deep and is not played yet and needs to level up to whatever the season of the deep is. So I'm assuming a lot of the leveling up processes will still be in the game, right? It's just that you won't have to like do them if you're on level. It's so funny if they're, if they're all gone, you just come in, you're stuck at 1820 <laughs> forever. Yeah. You're just um, done. It's over. I did have that thought of like, Oh, this is an easy weekly pinnacle. I was like, wait, there might not be pinnacles anymore. Yeah. 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 But I feel like there probably will be, but yes, you're right. Like there has to be something more than that though. At the, at the same yeah. time, because there will be a, a bunch of people who will not be needing pinnacles by the time they get into this. Um, so that's yeah. definitely a big question mark for this. And they said, they said rewards. Like I, I am hoping the reward isn't just like we're gonna take all the exotics that came from these missions and put them back into them and take them out of the kiosk. I'll be like, eh, I think no, that would not go over I, well. Um, yeah, for sure, for sure. No, but I do think this is exactly how you make DMT craftable, right? Get a red border every week, you know, work, work your there way you to go. okay, yeah, okay, you know it. what? Um, yeah, that's, that's harbinger is not listed here, but they've already, you know, in multiple interviews, Chris Proctor uh, has said that they are planning to make DMT and Hawkmoon craftable. Yeah. Okay. They were, they were the play test. Yeah, for that's, that's a good point. So that is something I could definitely see, at least on the presage front here. Um, yes. You know, I'm really curious what they're going to do with the, the revision zero catalyst just in general, when Lightfall drops, uh, since it's like four catalysts, technically, yeah, um, yeah. I guess I guess they'll but this, they'll be in the ki- the kiosk. It maybe. Well, I'm guessing it'll be because I know like now if you if you get a kiosk or you go to the kiosk or whatever and pull a weapon out, I think you just then go to Banshee and he'll give you like an exotic mission. It's like kill a bunch of stuff, and I'm guessing you'll maybe just maybe you'll just have a bunch of those <laughs> to get all well, those. Like or, the, I don't know. The DMT and Hawkmoon catalysts got added to the Nightfall loot pool right um, ah, okay. so i so think it'll probably be, be like that yeah i wonder if you have to get four drops for revision zero that'd be really funny <laughs> um uh probably not too bad because you just wait until you get the last one and you're set yeah. uh you should get that mm-hmm. gun folks listening you got a week left go get that gun before yeah. uh, the season's over yeah, but for sure uh yeah i mean like Vox Obscura, I don't see any reason why I'd ever want to play that mission again, but you know. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I should say, yeah. The missions that we'll be getting at the launch of season 22 for this mission rotator are, 
like you said, uh, Presage is coming back from Season of Chosen as a definitely an all-time exotic mission, so that'll be a good one to come mm-hmm. back to. Go back to um, uh, Fox Fox Obscura, which I would say is on the other end, is maybe eh, not <laughs> not the greatest. I would say it would be a lot more interesting if it didn't have that timer. That's that's where I would ultimately yeah, put that. Agreed put that at for sure um and then from this season we will get seraph shield back so we'll be able to do that again that's i think it's a very good exotic mission yeah and you brought up a really mm-hmm. good point of just like yeah there's a lot of crafted weapons and crafted things tied to these things and that's a great way to like bring back like yeah you'll be able to run presage a bunch the week it's up and get a bunch of red border presages or gets whatever the or get the weapon pattern because they haven't really done earning a bunch of red borders for a crafted gun yet so maybe it'll just be you can you'll have chances it drops for patterns or something like that or just the general yeah. pattern when the mission is up um uh so this is cool i i'm definitely i'm definitely here for it maybe they'll add more like other and later game end game currencies to earn from that like you know prisms and sh- shards or alloys Ooh, yeah, and stuff too would be really nice um, Throw some especially if, there. yeah, especially if these come with like modifiers where you can do them on normal or master or legend tier, considering some of those exact missions have that now, right? I would assume that would have to come with that maybe is maybe you'll be able to do like a, a standard version of that and just run it and have a chance maybe. And then maybe there's like a legend tier that you can like squat up with people and it's like a hard, slightly harder version of that quest to then get better chances at rewards or something. Um, yeah, I'd love to see Presage get like a modern legendary difficulty yeah. as opposed to it's like regular master mode that it had with champions and stuff. Yeah. If they just did it like Seraph Shield, I, I would much prefer that. Um, yep. And yeah, that, that's a fun little uh, like bring that back for Halloween. Extra. Is probably when this is going to drop. Yeah. yeah, that's a fun little spooky mission. Yeah, um, yeah. And this is this is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like this overall. Uh, definitely the big question was like people saw these three and then went like. And they gave like a very coy like, and this this will give us an opportunity to bring classic missions back from Destiny's history. And so like they didn't yes. outright say it, but like come on people, like we're like I saw a bunch of people trying to like we'll get it eventually. Where's, where's you know? Zero? Where's Whisper? It's like <laughs> relax. Of patient. course, of course they're gonna freaking bring those back. But like these are these like they're probably way easier to bring back because they've said multiple times where like as a lot of the stuff that was vaulted, they have to like essentially like almost fully rebuild Remake, yeah. to an extent. Yeah. Um, so like that stuff will come, I'm sure, you know, yeah. season 23, like, we'll be like here, Hey, this exotic mission is coming back this season. Like, it'll probably be something like that where like now they have an extra thing to like hype up for a season where it's like, Hey, this classic exotic mission is coming back. But they also said, you know, of course there will also be brand new exotic missions. So like those exotic missions would assumably also be added into this rotator and maybe not go away. You know, maybe when final shape drops, they will not go away. Right. Um, yeah, like you, you bring uh, zero hour back with like a craftable outbreak perfected, where you can like change the barrel and mag perks and stuff. I'll be there. They want yeah. absolutely. Yeah, totally. People would people would be pretty stoked for that, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Um, so speaking of more kind of um, the the weekly uh, the weekly grind, strikes and nightfalls are also getting eight, uh, a bunch of stuff. This uh this uh coming with Lightfall and beyond and I'm I'm actually really stoked for a lot of these yeah, changes. The, you wanted to know about this yes, for so long. Yes, this, we got this, info this, on it. this was kind of one of the big things besides like knowing like obviously new Lightfall stuff. I was like, they said they said season or this would be a big refresh to strike stuff and the start of that. 
Um, and I was just like, yes, that's that's what I want. That's what I wanted for a long time. Because like, really, if you really think about it, like I know at least for me and probably a lot of people in this game, like strikes are probably the most played thing in the game, right? Like that's at least that's how I am. Mm-hmm. Um, so like yep. they've they've there's a lot of strikes that are still <laughs> their year one forms of Destiny Two, and we are now like you know in year five, uh, six. Going on six, yeah. Yeah, going on six. And like, you know, we've changed. We're gods. To, we've to changed a lot. <laughs> so they, yeah. I'm glad that instead of instead of just being like, eh, fuck these and getting rid of them like they did before Beyond Light, they're going like, no, we're going we're gonna to modernize these strikes um, to, the, to um, their current standards is how they put it. Um, and so they are starting uh, off with Lake of Shadows, an arms dealer. And they basically said they are... They are updating. They are updating the enemies. They are updating. They are updating the 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 actual encounters and objectives you are doing in them. So they will essentially be like, I'm assuming that you will still go through the the same area of Lake of Shadows, but you will have different objectives to do in in these encounters. And like, hey, you know, sickos who like, you know, the only this 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 is like one of my pain points with strikes is like, for so many years now, the the idea of a strike has been boiled down to I just need to get through this fast as possible to get like a pinnacle at the end and then I'm then I'm gone when like this is you know this is one of the core ritual activities um so obviously for a course activity you don't want people blasting through it you want people to be playing it so like I think these I think you know like of shadows in particular it's probably not something you can finish in like three fucking minutes anymore. So like people are just going to have yeah. to accept that now, man. Like I, I, I am on the other and end of fine. that. Exactly. <laughs> I am fine with that. Cause like, I want to, I want to like engage with the game. I want to shoot stuff. I want to like, you know, grab my stupid fucking bounties. Cause I'm a weirdo and do that stuff while I'm doing the strike. And you know, having mm-hmm. to like counteract these people who just want to like, get in and just like, or like zoom in through the thing or like, you know, I've, ba- I've like barely moved on from the first area and they're like, like, you know, joining allies to the boss already. And I'm just like, what's the, what's the, what you just wasted my entire time. I get, but I get it. But also you just like, you're, you're kind of wasting a bunch of people's potentially wasting people's time in, 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 mm-hmm. in a different way by like just being kind of an a-hole in this thing. So I like the, you know, tangent aside, I just like that they're, updating these strikes to make them feel like new strikes. Like they used examples of saying like, we want these to feel like light blade and proving grounds more or less. So I, I, get, I definitely imagine, know. imagine a world where the Lake of shadows boss is the most difficult strike. Yep. boss room. I'm, I'm, I can't, if they, if they do it, I will like, you know, pull up that, that, uh, the gif of like the, the guy from the, th- from what I forget the forgetting the name of the movie where he like stands up and claps really hard because that would be an amazing <laughs> move by Bungie to just like be like all right for so many so for all this time this was like the joke of you know of uh, um this playlist was like of shadows and like you know they probably have the numbers of like here's people playing GMs this week and I'm like oh it's this one not being people playing it oh it's oh it's oh it's like of shadows it's because it was yeah. so easy. Arms dealer was the same way. Like you know, our friend Nicole you who's kill the in our boss chat. before you even get to yeah, it. Yeah, literally, just like the people in the community just call it farms dealer because it's like so easy. You can use it to farm stuff um, super easily. They're changing that one too, which makes a lot of sense because they were definitely yeah. the they were they have been 
um, maybe archaic because of like all the new powers and abilities and things we can do. So yeah. the fact that they're completely refreshing those two makes sense. And like, that is like, honestly, honestly, I, I'm obviously very stoked for Lightfall campaign, playing legendary campaign thing, thing. Probably the first thing I'm going to do once we're done the campaign and streaming it and doing whatever is like going to the launcher and loading into like arms dealer or Lake of shadows and seeing like, I want to, I, I want to yeah. see him. I want to see like, this this strike I've ran since twenty freaking seventeen. I want to see what it's new. Like that is very exciting in a weird way. Yeah. Like, like what is this? What I, does this mean now for this? I threw out like the very ambitious idea that I don't expect. So so you know don't expect this. But like, well, what if they added like Shadow Legion to Arm Stealer, right? Um, or Scorn to Lake of Shadows, to, like make it more darknessy and and stuff like like actually and put you know we know Devram K is part of the story of Defiance like. He has mm-hmm. VO for both those strikes. Like, do some new VO. Like, update the story. Like, what's going on? I don't necessarily expect that. That would be cool, sure. right? But I don't expect that. Um, but you know, that'd be a fun way to incorporate the new enemies and stuff. But either way, yeah, like you know, Armstealer Final Boss has mechanics, right? Yeah. Like that you you have never seen. You yeah. ain't ever seen Rockus to... get up on that <laughs> yeah. that tower. Or he, or he, gets, he gets on it for like two split seconds because you like you just barely just missed those little ones and then just jumps up immediately and you murder him again. So it's like yeah, yeah. exactly. It's it's there are probably it's so many people. Cool. There probably so many people have played this game. Yeah, and that's like gonna be a weird thing, right? Because there's been probably so many people who have now come onto this game so years later and like have no idea there's like all these mechanics to both of those encounters right like i remember like i think i was in our we were playing one night i forget who it was when we did a gm nightfall and i said like i was just like oh yeah and this thing yeah, the boss has like the, the like the lake of shadow boss has like mechanics and encounter like changes to encounters yeah. but you can just murder him so fast you've, you literally never see it like where he like tethers you where like when he makes the like the lake the like the the taken like so he like tethers you and like potentially can like pull you into it to like try and kill you and stuff and like yeah, don't ever see that. that you have to take out. Yep. Yeah, there's a there's a triumph for destroying the blights, and no <laughs> one's ever done it. Um, so. Yeah, it, this is cool. Um, I, and you know they had said that what was it um, insight terminus and uh, Exit, what's the other one? Uh, it's um it is Exodus crash Exodus yeah, crash Exodus crash or um, being like soft sunset where they're just not going to show up in the playlist anymore, but they're not being removed from the game. It's yeah. A, a yeah. Good middle ground. Yeah. And they basically are in there basically will be there in the, yeah, so they'll be in the game, but you just won't really see them in the playlist until they get the updates to them. And those honestly would be the next two I would pick. Cause yeah. I think they, wasn't it? I think it's insight terminus specifically was like, that was like the D two beta strike. I think. Yeah, right. that was the no that's inverted spire inverted spire um, with yeah. the, with the the also probably going to be updated completely the drill the big drill yeah one. that's that was definitely going to change okay. uh the inside terminus was the, the ps4 exclusive <laughs> oh right okay uh yeah that's that's yeah, the you yeah. fight the big um, the big scion at the end yeah yeah um, yeah both yeah, of those I, both those need good. to change yeah i'm yeah and that'll happen over this year i'm i'm super uh, excited to hear that. Um, but the uh, other thing, the other thing about this, the other thing, I'm 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 also open to open to this as well, because um, now they are going to be integrating um, on top of this stuff. They're going to be integrating battlegrounds into the Nightfall playlist and rotation. Um, so with the season defiance, we are starting with the Mars heist battleground, 
which was just introduced this season. So there's going to be a Nightfall version of that. Uh, so that means get ready for Grandmaster Battlegrounds someday, y'all. Um, yeah, I think I think I'm I'm okay with this just because right, it's it seems scary at the moment, but um, you know the, the the modifiers make a lot of what those things are. So like you know mm-hmm. we won't have the scenario where. Um, you will have like burns and singes, singed like modifiers in this probably because that's like a big thing with GM Nightfalls. So we don't really know what that is, right? Um, we, you know, I think I think Nightfalls GMs in particular don't feel as scary because you know all the, obviously all the changes we've had, but like we also kind of know them by now. Like especially people in our group who are like I'm Gilded Conqueror Seven. I've done pretty mm. much every GM Nightfall that there's been in the game so far multiple times each across the seasons. So like, I kind of already know what to expect going into them. So like just the idea of like a new thing to learn, a new challenge is like exciting because we were obviously going to get that to an extent because there will probably be, we don't know for sure if there'll be one new strength with Lightfall or two new strengths with Lightfall, like having that again in general, I was already looking forward to. So now we have, you know, probably these remastered strikes um, um, because they say later in the closeout kind of the, talk of this stuff um in season defiance they said four of the six nightfall rotations will be new or um refreshed uh content so it's yeah it's still a toss-up because i think they they intentionally word that way because it could be a thing where like hey two of those could be two new strikes two of those could be refreshed or one could be there could be one new strike and three refreshed things like we just don't we won't know until obviously we load up lightfall on 28th um yeah Seems like one new strike. That's what I'm gonna guess. Yeah, just to that's temper my expectations. Temper, temper, that's a good temper expectations for sure. But, but but even in in Beyond Light, the year that we also only got one new strike, we ended up getting another strike in one of the seasons. So yeah, you know, exactly. Could come back around. Yeah, for sure. We could get you know because that year we got well technically we got reprised. The, the cuts to Cosmodrome Cosmodrome strikes came back. Oh, that's right. From Destiny One with that. And then the following season, we got a completely, like you said, completely new strike with proving grounds. So I'd be totally like, yeah. there's also that possibility. Like you said, hey, now 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 you got my hopium copium slash copium up for season of the deep of all that those remix strikes coming. coming. Oh yeah, dude, <laughs> that'd be cool. Sabathine's song, that's the one they know. <laughs> Went up pyramidian, sad. Um, yeah, rest in peace pyramidian. Rest in peace pyramidian. Bring it back. Um, but yeah. Um, I'm, yeah, again, I'd be super stoked to see, like you said, if, if we, if we come out like a few weeks in, if we get to Grandmaster week and it's Lake of Shadows and it's turned into like Light Blade all over again, where it takes like 30 clears, I would, I would be, uh, honestly, I'd be fucking ecstatic because that's, it's a master, <laughs> that's a master play by Bungie in a way that it I, is I a, totally a super love. super troll. I would totally love that just like, wow, you talk shit all these years, community, Take this, suck it. Yeah, talk shit, get shot. You you're gonna spend. You're, 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 you're gonna die in this like a shadow's boss. You're gonna you're gonna spend that time that you that that you didn't spend melting that boss in that boss room. Now you're making up all the time being stuck <laughs> in that boss room with with him now. That'd be At really least funny. You got the, amazing the grappling hook for uh, for the damn part. You know, it's gonna True. be a little less poopy. Hopefully, yeah. With hopefully. The yeah, that's that's definitely a hope for sure. Um, <clears throat> but um, another thing they Last said, name. yeah. Um, oh, go ahead. There's yeah. there's one more one more point um, for this 
And that was, um, that's right. Kind of the thing they talked about, like over the course of the seasons, they're going to be like kind of refreshing the ritual playlists overall. So you could say they kind of were talking about Gambit here, maybe hope that's, that's the hope you get for Gambit. Yeah. Cause they, I mean, I, they talk about ritual if like, was, things across the board, right? Yeah. If it was getting new maps though, I think they would have mentioned it exactly. Just, you know, keep, Temper uh, yeah. those expectations. Yeah, I'm just expecting. Yeah, it'll just be like, yeah, you know, maybe you'll see a game could, at Labs and could some be sunset other stuff. maps and stuff. Like, could be stuff like that that we might get back. But even yeah. then, I I really don't know. Yeah, but they but they said while the, there will be stuff over season season, they said the season right before um, final shape will have a like larger focus on that. On top of that, so expect like the bulk of a lot of bigger changes in that season. So I'm assuming maybe that's where we see like, you know, a bigger influx of, you know, different content um, for a strike playlist, like maybe a lot more battlegrounds yeah. or other things that season. Uh, maybe maybe we'll get or a, more updated, more strikes, updated strikes I, I or think. or like a, maybe that's where we get our new strike um, potentially. Um, yeah. More PvP changes like maybe, you know, I know this will probably upset a lot of people if we don't see any changes to comp. For then, but maybe like more ma- like massive changes to com- the competitive uh, playlist and the ladders and stuff will come there. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then maybe yeah, maybe we'll see some repri- like a reprised gambit map or some gambit changes then too. Um, so you know, God willing, God willing, God willing. <laughs> um, but yeah, this yeah, this is the this is yeah, that was all good news to me. The the strike stuff. That's like stuff I wanted to hear. Um, the most for a while is like they're they're not just we're not just we're, they're updating all that content and going back through. I who knows how many they'll do. I'm hoping it's like I'm hoping honestly you know after a certain point it's basically almost every strike probably maybe up till Glassway yeah. like just do all the ones pre pre Glassway they do they update all the year one ones and then maybe update you know Warden of Nothing and then. Maybe even corrupted a little bit. I see Scarlet Scarlet Keep also not getting updated. Sure, actually, um, I, I wouldn't mind if that one was though. Because hey, you know, I make, I wouldn't make either. The, I'm just <laughs> make, yeah, make make just make the honestly all, all they really need to do is make that elevator sequence faster, and I'd be fine with it. Yeah, as, like half be as big long. One. Honestly, maybe yeah. even just a third as long. <laughs> yep, yep, um, for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, the last part they go into, which was connecting our guardians. That's basically the fourth, um, pillar here. Um, and this mainly talked about, you know, in Lightfall, we're getting commendations and guardian ranks, um, which they go over a little bit more in depth in the Vidoc. So we can probably just talk about that stuff there Mm -hmm. to an extent. Um, but you know, they kind of worded commendations are kind of like the icebreaker. Like, you know, let's say you have like a really good, you know, run of a strike or, you know, you LFG'd in a dungeon or, whatever and like really had a good time you can you know throw commendations to people there will be commendations for different activities so there will be like trials one unique ones raid unique ones and stuff like that that uh for people to get um i yeah i'm I'm all for that stuff um do you are you worried about accommodation farming do you think that is going to be a thing um it, it really comes down to like if rewards are tied to this and i don't it doesn't seem like they really are like the only thing it'll be is like yeah. it'll be like you know I think they said like you will need to do commendation stuff for guardian ranks, but I can't imagine yeah. that's like too much, especially now we'll we'll get into guardian ranks and how they work because uh, we learned a lot about that in the previews and like that's definitely like 
going to be an interesting thing because it's I think it's like part of what they said it was going to be and part of not really at the same time. Uh, but we'll get into that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that but that but that was ultimately what they said. Like another thing they wanted to do is like you know look at look at chat and stuff and update more chat chat features and have a lot more open like text chat to people, um, which like is good and bad, which is good and bad. I know like, like we are predominantly like console destiny players, but I know it's like with my clan, we play on PC a lot and we still use that a lot. And it it has like pretty use, good uses when you can, you know, let's say, you know, like mainly what we, what they use it for is like, Hey, when you have like call outs, like, you know, Hey, it's like, you know, when you have like, you know, think of deep stone when you do that first encounter and it's like L2, L3, like light one, light two, light three. Somebody can just type that in the chat and then it's just there in the chat so you can see it at all times, more or less, when the chat pops up. Mm-hmm. Instead of having to like, you know, call it out a bunch of times and like trying potentially calling over some person's random tangent about something, you know, thinking how many times that's happened, you know. So there are definitely yeah. good uses for text chat, but obviously that potentially also brings, you know, more people into the the fire for, you know, hate you know, people being shitty online, but at the end of the day, they still said there will be a way to opt out of it and turn it off anyway. So, you know, I don't think, I don't, I don't think this will be that big of a deal, but, and I think it could, um, opened that up to more people for use, which I think is cool. Um, but of course the last, the last thing, uh, the big piece of the puzzle is fire team finder, which is their in-game LFG. Um, it is still coming, uh, but we did learn, unfortunately, in this that it will no longer be um, beside the reprised raid in season 22, um, which I think this is I think they maybe have said this before, but this was like more official confirmation of like, hey, reprised raid season 2022 or season uh, 22. Um, I'll say quick, quick, quick one. Quick one. What do you think? Is what we just? Is this is wrath. It's wrath. Probably. It's not, it's not Crota. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's wrath. I think it could potentially be scourge of the past. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think it's. I think the one thing I will say that's interesting about it is like if you think about it, like the big thing with it is like every raid that they bring back at this point, the exotic is already in Destiny Two. They would have to make mm-hmm. a new exotic or maybe bring an old D popular D one gun back. But how many of those are left? So like that's that'll definitely be yeah, interesting. Guess, except for Crota, Crota's auto rifle exotic is not in sure. D two, but nobody like loves that gun. Right, um, you know it doesn't have like the the fanfare. I you know it could be a Leviathan. Like if you if you ask me, the, the thing I'm thinking of is like what are the guns that I would want to craft the most, and I would want to craft Ghost Primus the most. Damn, <laughs> um, hell yeah. So, so yeah, Leviathan could be good. You know, I assume like we're going to deal with Callus in Lightfall, is my guess. So it'd be cool to have his raid back in the game. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I could definitely you. see this being a, a D2 reprise raid over Wrath. I feel like I would love Wrath, to be clear. One of my favorites of all time. But yeah. I just feel yeah. like. I, I could see it, I could see it going both ways because I, I, I definitely agree with you. Like, realistically, I would rather just have the Leviathan, the base Leviathan raid back with all those weapons craftable. Um, and like updated perks and like an origin trait, but I could also see them going like, well, we already did the two other big raids from destiny one. Why not complete the trifecta and just bring wrath over? And now their wrath is in. So I see the case for both. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm, either I'm, right. yeah, exactly. I'm here for either. And we, we know it's coming now, which is cool. Um, but they, but yeah, basically back to fire team finder. Um, <clears throat> originally was planned to launch with that. Uh, but now it is no longer, and it's going to be in 
2023, or the season 23. Season 23, yeah. Uh, with uh, the new dungeon that'll be a part of that season. So that's the season right before um, Final Shape. Um, so that is what it so is. Probably December. Yeah. Yeah. But, so you, know. That, you know, that is what it is. But um, I think they, they gave good reasoning why they did that because they, they said, like, we want to make sure a lot of these tools are, they want this to be a first class, first in class LFG tool, um, which I think that Destiny definitely does need. Um, and I think it also. Um, the features they listed. Features listed. I was like, yeah, you would want to wait for these for yeah. sure. Make sure and make sure they're all good. And I think a big thing with it too is like this gives a lot of time for them to make sure commendations and guardian ranks is good. Like this gives them, I think this is gives them a bigger buffer to be like, hey, if this stuff launches and like you know the community has like a lot of problems or things we need to like fix and kind of tinker with in in a later season, now we can do that and you know have that stuff be more ready for when we have LFG and like, you know, commendations and guardian ranks will very much play into the, into that LFG system. Cause you can see that kind of stuff at base. You know, I'm sure you'll be able to see that stuff in a, in a way through that LFG system to like show like, okay, this person, you know, is guardian rank, whatever. That means they're, they're pretty competent or maybe even already run this raid or run this dungeon or um, knows, knows their stuff. Yeah. And so makes listen, sense. I, I know LFG is a very, you know, hit or miss situation, and I don't blame anyone out there for not using it. You know, we're, we're very fortunate to have, like, a bunch of friends across, like, three different major groups, like your raid or your clan, and then we have my clan, the What's Good Guardians, and then, uh, like, a third group of folks that, that are just, like, friends we've kind of grouped together from LFG, weirdly yeah. enough. Um, that we, we just have a lot of people to play with, so it's never really an issue. Yep. Um, but I will say, like, you know, I use the LFG app, like, all the time. I use the Destiny Companion app to find a fire team. It's not bad. Like, there's plenty yeah. of, like, no mic experiences you can have out there just yeah. to get, like, legendary high stun and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Just, just pretty, get pretty done. basic That's, stuff you can, you can knock out fairly easy in LFG. Yeah. For sure. So, so if that's, like, what people really needed for this, I get it. Raid stuff. Uh, you gotta you gotta make sure that stuff is right. You don't want a guided yeah. game situation. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But yeah, that we made it through uh, 90, 90 minutes here in the state. That's of the all game. the blog stuff. That's the state of the game stuff. Yeah, it was, it's a lot of stuff. You know, because they're talking about Destiny from you know now for the next year. Because we were literally, like we said, Fire Team Fighters, the season before Final Shape. Um, before mm-hmm. we get in the Vidoc. I do have to make one quick tangent about all this stuff. And I want I also yeah. want to hear your thoughts on this of like, you know, they talk a lot about and they talk in this Vidoc too of like Final Shape is the end of the Light and Darkness saga, but Destiny is going to continue after this. And you know, that's being interpreted so many ways right by like what does that actually mean? What a, what a, what is this hap- what is this happening like, you know, I f- and I and I think something for me that I want to say here on on our podcast that we have this podcast podcast in the in my tiniest of tiny little platforms here to talk about destiny things mm-hmm. is please stop I, i'd say please hedge your bets on them doing destiny 3 everyone people yeah. in the world please yeah. like chill they're like exactly to my exact point of like they are not going to take the time to refresh all this old content 
add a rotator of exotic missions that they're going to continue to bring back post that and also introduce LFG systems the season before this final expansion and then just stop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they would not make all this time. They would not start making up ideas of like, we want to have all these different ways to have different styles of seasons to go on. They wouldn't be thinking of that kind of and making those changes if they weren't going to keep making like seasons that we were going to have like a season 25 or 26 after the final shape. So, you know, mm-hmm. just want to put that out there that like, you know, if you're expecting the final shape to come out and then just kind of go quiet on destiny two and maybe just do a couple seasons and then, you know, Oh, here's destiny three and, you know, start jumping on that. Like, you know, just, I would not expect that. I, yeah. And also like, the people that are asking for that, is that really what you want? You yeah, want to lose they, all they, your guns yeah, again? They, they are not lose all your armor exactly. again? Like, no, it's yeah. not. They've done this subclass rework, all this stuff to make everything modular, right? Like, yep. there's certainly some engine level things that, that probably need to be changed. And I could see them totally spending like a full year just updating stuff and, and doing more minor things yep. before then like launching into a new story. But just like, you know, Final Fantasy 14 last year, uh, two years ago, Jesus, ended their their story. And they're, you know, they're working up towards a new thing and they're taking their time. And they're they're, exactly. they're now after after Endwalker came out, they in the, the patch, like the seasons that 14 does afterwards, each season, they're updating the campaign of uh, the other expansions. So they did Realm Reborn in 6.1. Yep. They did. Uh, Heaven Sword in 6.2. I could totally see Destiny doing a similar thing. Hell, they're already doing it here, but like imagine them like fully unsetting, unsunsetting the Red War and fully unset, yeah. unset, yep. sun, Jesus Christ, Forsaken. Now it's my turn. <laughs> yeah, Forsaken <laughs> coming back and all those strikes and destinations coming back and finding a way to bring back all those seasonal activities to make Destiny the platform that it should have been. Help, maybe even bringing back Destiny One stuff. Like, yep. Yeah, I, I, this is Destiny's here to stay. I, I very much see in the future after Destiny 2, Light and Dark is over, them maybe rebranding the app to just be Destiny and just going. Yep. Um, honestly, yep. I'm surprised they haven't already done that. Uh, yep. It's just kind of like a I Destiny think, 2. I think Final, I think final, I think final Shape is going to be the moment they do that. I think, I, and I think I, I agree with you, like kind of what I'm expecting is like Final Shape's going to happen, the story's going to end. And like if you you know, if you expect you know sometime later this year they will have you know the final shape presentation and they're gonna they're gonna sell that and like I think the thing that'll show it is like you're gonna see that and they're gonna be like by this bonus edition it's gonna give you four more seasons and you're gonna be yeah. like, and then people are gonna be like wait what and then like no it's because yeah because they keep making stuff for this game because it's it's doing so well I, again yeah. again I think I've said it on previous things I don't think I've said it directly on Helm Tower. My my working theory, and again, this kind of is I'm immediately pulling this out of nowhere out of my butt, more or less. But like <laughs> the thing I look at is like Fortnite, where Fortnite does like, you know, they have a whole year and then they do like a new of seasons and they do like a new chapter each year. And that new chapter is like a huge engine update and a bunch of other updates. Like in particular, this one, I think it was like this is like chapter four, whatever it was like you saw the visual upgrade and update. They did like a massive engine update. Like, yeah. I think that's UE what's going to happen. Where, you know, we're going we're to get final shape. Then we're going to have another year of seasons. And then whatever that new, whenever the new saga starts, 
it is not going to be a whole new game. It is just going to be a like thing probably layered on top of current destiny to make it more like, you know, make the whole engine feel more modern and updated while still having everything else that was from destiny two in it. So there's still probably be a framework of destiny two here, but they will probably be a lot more like, you know, it'll probably look, uh, probably look way better, maybe way more better certain systems in some regards. Like they, I feel like they would just not spend all this time making the kind of features they're making this year and to suddenly abandon it. Like even, even a year later, like they just, yeah. they just not feel like the, like it does not feel like they would spend the time to finally make an in-game destiny Two, a game that launched in 2017. They would now finally make an LFG system in 2023 just to like finish it a year and be like, no, we're done. And we're now we're done. Yeah. See you later. And sunset uh, all of the content in it. Right. Like, no, yeah. it doesn't yeah. make sense. Yeah. Uh, it, do- it doesn't, especially them saying like, Hey, we're not sunsetting expansions. Like I think we're, we will more soon get a destiny Two classic, like separate launchable. than we will get destiny. 3. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that is also a huge stretch. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a good point. So, yeah um but yeah that's that's and that's fine also yes that that is fine too but yeah i just wanted i just wanted to say that and like that was yeah good def- good call out definitely a feeling i had after reading this state of the game and like you know them constantly saying like even as Vidoc, like you know this is we have the final shape coming it's the end of lightning's arsenal but destiny 2 is not going anywhere like they they keep saying that anywhere and like i get that's kind of like them being coy they don't want to talk about it because like in some ways that gives away like what what could potentially happen in their last expansion and i and the story i don't think they want to give that away but like i think this by the end of this year i would really like to like have a better idea of like yes just tell us like you need to be flat out with people because people will keep telling keep making up this myth and it's going to become bigger and bigger bubble of like to burst of people like sitting here being like yep destiny three's next we're getting destiny three like you're gonna move on to a new thing baby it's time like that but that thing that bubble's just gonna slowly get bigger i already see people like talking about that like it's fact and when it's never been so but anyway yeah they very, very much moved away from that vision with Shadowkeep, and yep. and they've doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on that. So yeah, yep. Um, but yeah, um, no Destiny three. That danger's no done. <laughs> done. Um, Everybody in the comments, comments Strandglave and Destiny three is dead. <laughs> Uh, Destiny 3 is the dead game. Destiny 2 is not. That's that's what you want. Destiny 2 lives. (laughs) Destiny 3 dies. Um, But yeah. um, Moving on from that. um, We're not done with this week, by the way. (laughs) A lot more to talk about still. Good lord. We're halfway done, actually. Yeah. Yeah, more or less. Um, But we got um, a Vidoc as well this week, which is a big video um, they usually do right before season. It's kind of the hype builder of like, you know, they usually get a bunch of develop bungee developers to come on and talk about um, like kind of all the stuff. And, you know, they, that's, that's what this was. They, you know, they talked more about strand. They showed more strand gameplay. They talked about, you know, Niamuna. They showed the cloud striders. This is where we got more details on seasons of defiance. Like you said, like we learned a, bit, a little bit more about the story. Um, mm-hmm. So I have a bunch of notes here, but I do want to say this at this point, you know, we will think there's potential talk of like spoilery stuff, I think. Cause I think this was like the first thing I watched and I was just like, Oh yeah, I think we know some stuff now about what's going down yeah. in Lightfall. Um, 
even yeah. in like the first like you know ninety seconds of that of that video of that yeah. Vidoc, you learn you learn some stuff real fast. Like oh shit, okay. Yeah. The tone has been set. Let's yeah. say yeah. Um, so for sure, if you don't want to know anything now, you can peace out and and no yes. hard feelings. We're also going to talk about the story finale at the end of the episode. Yes. And, and there's definitely going to be some speculation there that, you know, you might not want to hear. So, yep, uh, for sure. So, yeah, thanks for, you know, we're, we're you're already an hour, 40, 40 minutes of us already from this. But yes, um, we're going to yeah. talk about the Vidoc and talk story, potential story spoilers from here on. So yes. you've been warned. Um. <clears throat> So basically, we saw um, um, a lot of a lot of new cutscene stuff shown, and like mainly stuff that seems like things that are like I would say probably is like the like within the opening of of Lightfall. Yeah, um, I do like that. We I don't feel like we've seen past like the second mission, and yeah. I, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, I f- I, I definitely get that vibe uh, for sure as well. Um, so basically, um, we see we see you know we see a shot. Um, that, that pretty much opens the the trailer, and we just see the traveler on one side, a bunch of like a couple like small tiny um, guardian you know vanguard ships fly up, and then a massive fucking fleet of pyramid ships littered through the sky in the opening sequence. You're just like, okay, well there you go. That shows you yep. the difference of like you know <laughs> what so we're up against. Protect the traveler at all costs. Uh, it's like, all right, it's oh, bad. <laughs> and then you just see, and you just see a single pyramid ship just do like a little, like you know, it looks like it just farts. And it's like a little yellow wave, and you just see <laughs> red, orange yeah, you wave. Just hear, yeah. You just hear, you see, I'm down, and you just see a big red flashing light in the in Zavala, and the, the all the characters are in that. It looks like they're in the helm and in like a CG trailer. So it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah okay. There's clearly something, something, some some shit is going down. That's probably not good immediately out the gate for us. Um, and the like the they tweet out season of defiance promo art and the the tagline is defy the witness i'm like oh this is gonna go well for us probably <laughs> yeah yeah exactly um yeah and so you see that and then you see like you see a couple shots where like i don't know if it's like right in this moment but i think they they have like a little quick sequence where like somebody's talking about the witness and you just see a shot of the witness like like arms crossed nonchalant like like you know, they're singing. They're very stoic, floating through space. <laughs> yeah, floating through space, and in like, in like, like a destroyed ship. Like it's like nothing. You're just like, okay. Clearly, you can just like do that. in space, going right toward the traveler. Like he's gonna touch that thing within like the first 15 minutes of this campaign, probably, and it is all going downhill from Yeah, there. but it's all going downhill. And then, and then you see uh, like another quick shot of like two ships just like hyperspacing out and just be like, whoa, we're getting the fuck out of here. So I'm assuming one of those is probably the helm and one of them was something else. And then, you know, we've seen the mm-hmm. shot in multiple trailers of like our guardian, like grabbing on to like the, like a ship is going through hyperspace and we like grab on to like the edge of it to like, to like stay on it. And then we like fall down into the ship itself. And that's probably like the start of the actual first mission. I bet is like us inside one of the, yeah. one of those cabal ships that's like hyperspacing to Neomuna or whatever. Which is awesome. Just so, by the way, super hyped for that. Yeah, um, so, yeah. Could potentially really cool. be fighting out in space. Yeah, on top that'd of be really ships cool. Well, like, yeah, so. we like jump around on the ships and stuff. Yeah, and like clearly, like to my my vibe in general was like, like you said, like we saw the witness probably going towards the traveler. Like, is clearly edited in a way that like something big happens in that moment. If it is like the witness touching the traveler or the traveler just being like, oh, you guys, you guys couldn't fight these guys at all. Peace. And it actually does leave. <laughs> like we thought it was going to like, like, you know, like we see in the finale potentially. Um, but, you know, who knows what happens? Like, clear, like, but they clearly like cut around that, that CG scene to like not fully like spoil 
probably what the moment is there. And then clearly whatever happens happens and everyone just goes, Oh, we're getting the fuck out of here. And like, you just see like, you know, they basically just abandon earth. <laughs> it kind of seems like that. Then that's yeah. what like season of defiance seems like it is kind of about as I'm like, maybe it's like, Oh, whoever's left on earth is kind of just like left to their own. So to speak until hopefully K finally climbed down from his <laughs> tower. Yeah. Climbed from his tower <laughs> to like have by the first voice signs I'll ever have since like what? 2017. <laughs> Yes, so hype though. I'm so excited for Devrim to be back. Yeah, I'm d- definitely curious what he's been up to, uh, for sure. Um, but yeah, um, so that, that I was- also want to ask, uh, cutscene wise, we get some some good shots of our from your boy, uh, big boy Callus. How are you feeling? Seeing Callus him looks all his Callus, Callus looks awesome. Um, I, I love his, his, his big gold arm. He has like a gold arm his and his gold like foot. his gold foot. And he has like all his like crazy, he has like a bejeweled body almost. He has all these crazy symbols all over him. He's got toe rings. He has a big, uh, so. we've, we've seen some of the art where he has a big bucket hat. Yeah, he looks, I, I like his look a lot. He looks really good. Um, I think he attention looks very boisterous and I'm excited to see like, you know, probably, you know, I don't think it's too much of a strip to assume we're probably gonna be fighting him at some point in that campaign. Um, so yeah. I'm very curious to see him like with, you know, freaking, you know, dark powers or whatever it ends up being, whatever the heck. He's yeah, gonna strange be shield. Do. That's what he's going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, no. But, um, but yeah, uh, v- very cool stuff. Um, we see, we see another scene of like Kaido rallying her troops um, on Neomunas. She's obviously there. She wants to, you know, take Alice down. So, like, she'll probably take some have involvement in that as well. Definitely curious to see that as well. Um, but they kind of, they definitely had a good setup of like, you know, they kind of talk about all these moments while they're flashing to this, and they're just like, oh, but what what are we gonna do to stop this? And then they cut to like a Neo Moon shot and like a guardian like reaching up to a big green strand pillar, and then they start talking about strand stuff. Um, in those shots, I saw a cool call out. Um, you see a very, very qu- quick glimpse at Osiris also using Strand, which, you know, yep. makes a lot more sense from that previous chair where he's like sort of like mentoring us. And he like says like he's like naming Strand and like talking about Strand. So clearly he accesses it somehow, too. Um, so obviously, we don't we won't know that until we actually get into the you know, that's probably going to be like one of the first early missions, I would, I would bet. But like you see yeah. him like and he is. It does seem like he's the Strand vendor. Because uh, there's like a preview shot that shows him standing on Neomuna just hanging out. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, well, well we will. We will. Member. I was gonna say yeah. So second. A second. Um, we will. Uh, and I was really call out. We will return to that shot because there's a lot of things in, a, in particular in this Vidoc. Oh, that's there's, that's true. There's that's true. there's a shot in particular where there's a lot of things you can see, a lot of details. So we'll, we'll definitely bring that up again. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's like based on the quick shot you see is like he has like these like looks like they're like dice. He has like his hands and he's like, yeah. he has like green kind of strands coming out of his fingers. So like he clearly has that power as well. So that's very interesting as well. I'm just saying the Bungie devs clearly played Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning and <laughs> Strand is sick. And the, the Weave of Fate is like one of my favorite D&D mm-hmm. concepts ever. I, it's actually a big part of my D&D campaign that I'm running right now for IP nice. Go check it out. So it's like, oh man, Destiny just gets me. Destiny actually is like the huge inspiration for the 
the plot of my D D campaign. So Excellent. the fact that they're like getting into the weave is like into so the, weave, my the shit. web, the web of life, the threads of life. Yeah, definitely, they definitely, they definitely called that out of like, yeah, we wanted to do something. We wanted to do something that was very destiny, is what I think. Joe not Butler, poison. They like, <laughs> just like dunked on a bunch of people. Like, yeah, not poison. So that was that was fun. Um, but yeah, we got a lot of really good. Um, throughout the Vidoc, we saw like a lot of really cool strand, cool strand stuff. I like that. We actually like, this was kind of the first time we probably saw like from like our character point of view, like we straight up saw like what the Titan melee looks like from this point of view, like what some supers look like. Um, using a suit, like what some of the strand supers are like from that point of view, grappling and throwing, throwing stuff, um, throwing like, like uh, tangles and stuff. Um, a lot, a lot to call and out a there. Tangle cooldown. Yes, um, as well. Yeah, we saw that in one of the previews. You can see like a, a guardian throw a tangle, and then you see like it's like a, I think it's like a fifteen second cooldown. It says like tangle cooldown. Yep. So that makes sense because it seems like it's like if it were a thing where you can make a million of those and like the power of those things have, where you can grapple to them for free. Like that's I think yeah. that's like a fair, a fair a thing to do there. Um, <clears throat> so the things I want to call out, like because I, I mostly. Uh, was writing stuff down while these moments were happening is boy that 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 hunter one looks the hunter super looks insane mainly the so mainly funny. that heavy attack you see like there's just like some shots yeah. where there's a heavy attack and that range and that thing like it it covers like you know that big diameter, that's, that's like yeah. almost as big as some of those pvp maps have fun with that you know what i mean <laughs> um <laughs> Um, yeah, I hope that's a double hit on PvP because that thing whips fast. Yep. Not the 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 light attack, but the heavy. It's, yeah, it's like a heavy attack. So yeah, it does like a big big spin and flip at the same time. Looks looks wild. Um, yeah, so I, I like I like the the Titan the Titan one look. They showed some Titan super gameplay and that looked fun as well. Where it straight up shows like you shoot the big laser blast with the heavy attack and it looks like they they, they can travel pretty far and that can suspend dudes. I wasn't sure if like this was like how people were talking about in previews made it sound like and how he put it in there where he's like in combo indefinitely. That makes it sound like the light attacks like don't eat your super, but I was thinking maybe that's just like I think they more so just meant like, you know, with some with some you just keep going. Yeah, like with some supers in the in the like I think of like the stasis one, like he does this kind of like a big lunge and you just kind of have to keep doing it again. Like it's kind of slower. I think they just more so meant like you can like mash it and you like move really fast yeah. and keep doing it rather than it just lasts forever and it doesn't take energy. Cause that would be, I wonder insane. Cause like the whole, yeah, it would be the whole idea is the light attacks make the heavy stronger or charge it up. I wonder if like, if you do like 90% of the meter on light attacks, then do a heavy hit. If it's like a huge damage yeah. hit, that'd be yeah. Cool. maybe, yeah. See potentially how that is. And on top of that, of like, you know, you hit, you do those hits and that like severs them. So it weakens their, weakens their damage and stuff. That's still like an aspect of that as well. It's going to be really yeah. cool. Um, they showed the warlock one as well, which is like a needle storm, which looks still looks really cool. And I think they pointed out in this, that was to be unseen yet already, which, I thought originally, like when they first showed it, seemed like you had to get kills with it, and those kills would turn into the threadlings. Where they show in this, where like you don't even need to get kills with it, the needles will just like you know shoot and then stick into the ground, and then they the, the they will eventually turn into the threadlings and then run around. So like you could essentially just yeah. like do it and not even like hit enemies with it, and then just have it become threadlings, and then you just have a bunch of threadlings running around. So like that's that's pretty cool and interesting. Yeah. 
they also showed they showed some of the other things that we hadn't seen from the strange trailer, including the the warlock aspect that um, mind spun invocation with the grapple, where if you grapple to an enemy, it'll pull thread lanes out of them. They show that with the grapple melee in the trailer. Nice, yeah. Looks for, looks super fun. Yeah, yeah. We can see that too, and they also showed that like what um, unraveling looks like as well in some of those. I think that's what also with some of those shots where you could see like. There's like, you know, they'll grapple onto somebody and that grapple melee does a thing. And like you said, I think there was one shot with the threadlings, but they also show like it, like the unraveling does too, where it shows like these little like green looking like spikes kind of come off and they like, they like rotate and like kind of like continually around. They look like the, uh, similar to like outbreak, how outbreak works where it has like the little like SIVA darts yeah. and they kind of like, they're like tracking around hitting them. So it's cool to like see that visually, um, for sure so I, I so that seeing more of that stuff visually make was like yeah okay yeah strand lo- is looking more and more impressive by the minute on top of all the crazy grappling grappling sequences we saw in this too where you straight up just show a scene where there's a thresher like flying through the sky and the guardian's just hanging on for dear life like being like s- like s- thrown awesome. around on a thing we see a, a guardian grapple onto the back of a sparrow and kind of like wants to come like zoom around a corner and then let, let goes and does a grapple melee into a bunch of enemies as like the, the person, the sparrow keeps zooming by him. Like that's fucking cool as hell. Um, so cool. We saw like somebody throw a tangle, like, you know, and they're like, they're like on the other side of this like big arena and like throw it. And somebody grapples, like the grapple has like pretty crazy range from the looks of it. Maybe that's just because it's like, yeah. a, it's like, maybe that's like a tangle interaction where he tangles to it. He like grapples to it and like flies across this big arena into a big, into a big fray that's happening in a different area. Like, yeah, just the application of all that stuff looks super cool. I'm pretty sure we also saw like, you know, we saw a brief glimpse of like the hunter aspect. And I think some of the footage too, where like it makes a, a grapple point for people where like he grapples to something. I see it's like in a quick shot where like, they, the hunter grapples onto something and you see like from the grapple point, like another green one just gets like, it kind of like pops off of it and like, it'll just, mm-hmm. and it just kind of like stood in place essentially where I think you make like the initial like grap grapple tap grapple, like, like grab or whatever. However it works. I think basically from wherever that point was, it, it makes one and just keeps one there for, for a period of time. So that's kind of cool. We saw that my dream, which is somebody on the sparrow, somebody grapples to the sparrow, drives past enemies, and the person grappling to them just punches out of the grapple into those <laughs> yeah, enemies. Yeah. I was like, yes, yep, yep, yeah. It just looks, yeah, it just looks really cool. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very excited for it. Um, the more, the more we've seen of it, so I'm, yeah, stoked. Um, from mm. there, they showed off a little bit more. They talked a little bit about more about Neomona. Showed a bunch of cool concept art you know they gave us the names of the cloud striders which i don't think we've had yet um which is uh mm-hmm. we have the old grizzled one rowan and then we have nimbus who's kind of the young cocky um one and they kind of showed them love nimbus yeah they love showed nimbus. they showed them kind of briefly in some it's clearly some early cutscenes where like you know nimbus is just kind of playing around and like you know messing with like a ball showing up and being cocky and like rolling around on their on their hoverboard or whatever and Rowan's just like Nimbus, keep quit, quit fucking around, blah. and he's like, yeah, we, like this old we, man. we see the tormentor like, like go after Nimbus, which was cool. Yeah. So yeah, and we also learned that like the there's like shots of them, and they look they like look super tall, and it turns out they are actually just huge fucking tall ten, people, ten feet tall or whatever. They're like <laughs> absolutely massive people, or uh, persons, 
whatever I guess they're cyborgs or whatever they kind of ultimately are. I think we'll, I'm sure we'll learn more Enhanced about Enhanced humanoids. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure humanoids. we'll learn about that. And then, you know, showed just a lot of. On top of that, we they just showed a lot of really cool shots of Niamuna. Um, like there's a lot of really cool like like things I weren't expecting. Like just like graffiti art like all over the city. Like they showed like this mural of like you know former Cloud Striders, assumedly. And then we saw like mm-hmm. you know another one. Our, our friend Ren, who was going to be playing with us in the uh, on the on the day we streamed the Lightfall campaign, um, they showed that there's this really cool big art of like it's like a giant zoom in of like an eyeball iris, and it looks like the Traveler was like inside the iris, kind of in an interesting way. Um, yeah, it's just a bunch so of stuff. cool stuff. They, they they pointed out one of the lost sectors is the, is an arcade. Um, so you're just like running through an arcade and fighting Vex, and they show a lot of gameplay of that. Which is really cool. They, in that gameplay, we see the more of the stasis uh, waveframe grenade launcher as well being used in that gameplay, which looks really cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it looks really cool. Um, like the other thing you mentioned that like there's uh, we learned in previews from Neomuna. There's a couple things we learned in the previews more about Neomuna as well. So I'll bring those up here. Um, there's some kind of like you said. There's some kind of either escalation protocol or altars of sorrow style activity going on in one of the zones. They, you know, the, the people who went to like a bungee pre like lightfall preview thing said they kind of saw it going on in the background, but they did not like the person doing the demo to like not go over and do anything with it. So they don't really know people don't really know what it was, but it seems like that was like a thing that goes on in one of the zones of Neomuna. Um, and I, I remember, and I remembered from the, the article, if you scroll down the article, they describe something called terminal overload. So I'm curious if that's maybe that's what that is. Um, we'll just have to, we'll just have to wait and see cause we didn't really learn, mm-hmm. learn from that or what that is exactly. Um, they said, they said that Neomuna as like a, as a destination is about the same size as kind of some of the previous ones, like, like, uh, the throne world and beyond light where it's kind of like, it's three major areas you can kind of wander around and patrol. But then of course there'll be like lost sectors and like other smaller, like, like side areas that are probably tied in with like, you know, story missions and things like that. So like there'll probably be more areas we have not clearly not seen and explored around in, uh, for sure. Um, and I'm totally cool with that. Um, some story stuff we learned, um, that, um, it seems like at least some of the origins of the cloud strider came because apparently Vex have been on Neomuna this entire time. It was not a thing where like the cabal showed up and the Vex are with the cabal for some reason. It's just that, the Vex had been on Neomuna this whole time, and the the Cloud Striders were kind of initially formed to combat them. As we yeah. we learned some aspect of that, so maybe you know the origins of the Cloud Striders maybe entwined in a similar way to Exos. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. who knows? Yeah, could be yeah, could be very interesting. So. And Siva, whatever whatever was on the Echo One <laughs> and Echo Two that came. Uh, the the old school Siva evolved into the nanotech that they use. Right. It seems like. Um, and yeah, I'm really curious about this Vex stuff. That makes me feel like they are not a faction with the witness, right? Because then the yeah. witness would have known about Neomuna. Exactly. Um, yeah. And I, I was talking uh, with a fellow Destiny Two writer, uh, Sania Ahmad, um, who were, mm-hmm. had a couple of great interviews. One on Wired this week, and and one on GameSpot, I think last week, uh, with the devs talking about Vex. Uh, I feel like they they might be setting Vex stuff up for post final shape, which is yeah, cool. I can see that for sure because they can do so much with them because they are this like they, they are these 
robots that can enigma, you know yeah they're enigma and they are like you know the, only, the main thing we know about them is they can they are from they can move between like time and space and dimensions and stuff so like they can do anything with those like they can send us back in time for some reason with them or not or do other things like go somewhere completely different a lot yeah. of potentials for that um another thing we learned is like why you know people have brought up like you know they brought up in trailers where they say like you know the, the classrooms are protecting the people of Niamuna, but when you look at a lot of shots of the in game, there's not a lot of people going around. Well, there is a reason for that, and that's because they are uploaded digitally. We got this right, Alex O'Neill. Remember, remember, right. we we guessed we guessed what? this. That's right. And one of the previews they talked about oh the people of Niamuna are uploaded to a thing called the Cloud Arc, and they are basically oh in a digital version of Niamuna. Like it being safeguarded in a, in that in like a digital version of Neomuna, where they can't be I attacked. Heard this. So now they are, <laughs> yeah. So now they are basically, you know, the, we are. I guess we are in Neomuna proper. I guess that's gonna be the big thing, right? I bet that. I bet the, I. I wouldn't that's be. That's what the vex thing is. Maybe that's what the vex thing is. Like maybe they're trying to get into that cloud version, or maybe we go into it. Maybe maybe like that's like the raid. Like maybe we go into the dig- digital neomuna to like do the, the raid space or maybe or maybe it's even bigger twist the neomuna that we've been, been seeing this whole time is the digital neomuna and then we we for the raid go into the real neomuna and like something else is completely insane is going on in, in that real version because people pointed out like the very end ending shot of this whole vidoc is like a lineup of six guardians and people are taking that as like usually when you see that kind of lineup in a in a big, in a, in a nice shot like that, that's usually like the opening of a raid, and that that is yes. overlooking the city of Neomuna that they see that, but it has a very different look to it because it's like daytime and like bright, and version of Neomuna where like this version has like definitely been like a lot more darker, and you know, granted there's a whole so maybe this is like it could just be like post like a war like the war has ended and maybe that's like what Neomuna looks like now the battle bigger battle conflict is going is like done or whatever, but. I think oh. that I think that'd be cool as hell, though, right? We we go like we're we we learn that we've been like the digital version of Neomuna this whole time, and then we were like jacked out, Matrix style to like go into the raid or whatever, and like Neomuna's turns out Neomuna like had this other stuff like had fallen long ago or something like that, like something crazy like that. That'd be really cool. Man, I'm so excited for the lore of this fucking expansion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that sounds cool as hell. Um, I love Especially, all, like, the, just all the, the insane cyberpunk stuff going on in this. It seems like we're going to get like, the witness lore this expansion and then probably finally get the traveler lore <laughs> in the final shape. Yes. Uh, and I'm just so excited. Yep. Um, so ba- so um, and the next, the next uh, another thing we learned was that we saw more Tormentor stuff showing off in this. Or they were talked about them more and like... Um, Basically, you know, they showed off the big thing with them is like they're they can like grab you and like drain your energy and they have a bunch of crazy scythe attacks. They showed this one where it like it like puts the scythe over his head and spins it and makes this crazy void vortex and then like leaps up and like does big slams and stuff. Slams it. It looks that looks pretty wild. Um so I'm I'm, yeah, I'm really stoked to, to fight those. Um the thing we learned in the previews, however, is there are apparently multiple kinds of tormentors in this. So like there will be it sounds more like there will be like boss tier ones tiers yeah but there will also be like smaller ones like the, I think the big difference is how they said they described it to them was that like there'll be a tier where like you could freeze them with stasis basically mm-hmm. but there are some that like you know that would you shoot them and it'd just be like a boss and you, they don't even they don't give a fuck and they just will keep doing their thing so 
it seems it seems like you know i'm hoping it's not just a thing where it's like oh this is an orange bar tormentor this is a yellow bar tormentor i'm hoping there's maybe a little bit of a slight differentiating between like what the capabilities of both of those are rather than just like this one is tankier and does and doesn't get affected by stuff and this one does so we'll just have yeah. to see um <clears throat> so that's pretty cool um, so let's see what's then the show season of defiance, which you've already kind of talked about, like kind of, I like the premise of it overall though. It's like, you know, light falls. They, they kind of said it's like two, it's the war on two fronts and more or less is kind of the vibe they're going for where you have the big battle with Callus and the witness on the Yamuna, but then, you know, earth is left defenseless while this is going on. And like, you know, there's still, you know, cabal and witness, you know, pyramid ship stuff on earth. So now like humanity, humanity is kind of in the fray, and like you said, you know, Devram's back and he's in, he's in the battle. It seems like they show a quick scene of Crow and um, Amanda Holiday and even Mythrax, too, like helping out like human refugees escaping. So it seems like there'll be a lot of characters involved with the yeah, season, uh, which is pretty cool. Uh, and obviously in the key, yeah. we saw Mara. And, and Petra. Mars, yeah, Petra, Petra. So it seems like, yeah, and like, you know, we know all the, the Queen's Guard stuff and Marsaw's involved. So like, seems really cool. Um with all that stuff going I on. Love, dude, I love Marisov. I just love <laughs> everything they've done with her story in the last year since season mm-hmm. lost. And and like the the stuff that had the conversation she's had with Elsie Bray throughout the season and yeah, just kind of like really good s- setting up that relationship with Crow. I am like yeah. so excited to see where that goes. Yeah, I'm definitely excited to see more more interactions from the, from her and Crow because we have not really seen that um, since since then, um, yeah. So yeah, definitely a lot of interesting stuff shown because we see so that yeah we see we see a shot of like this like a pyramid ziggurat looking structure that we've really only seen like in Beyond Light on Earth in like it looks like in, yeah. it looks like in the EDZ. So that's kind of wild. Like I wonder if that might just be one of the battlegrounds. Maybe um, I, guess I we'll, think so, but we'll, still we'll have to see. Yeah, that that's still just pretty crazy to, to, to see that for sure. Um, we see It'd be like, cool if it was like in the EDZ for patrol zone and their new public events. Yeah. There. That'd be cool. Uh, for sure. Um, you know, we saw, we saw like kind of the, the theme for like the armors and the weapons for the season as well. Like we saw in the key art, obviously there's like this crazy looking like kind of like pink and white and gold, like night looking armor for a lot of the classes. But there was another set shown that looks like it's like red and black, like crazy robes. Uh, like initially, like it looked so wild that like people were like, "Whoa, is that the raid armor?" That's kind of was my first reaction. How wild it looks! But you see in a later shot, um, when we see like what we're getting next, which is like the loadout and kind of build menus, you can see like that the, they have that armor on, and you can see like it's from the season, so it was probably just one of the season armors. Like either mm-hmm. like it's, it'll either so either basically that the, the one in the key art will be probably the ornaments for the season pass. This might just be the base armor you get from the season, which would be yeah. pretty crazy. That, yeah. That's the armor. That's pretty cool. The armor um, team is killing it. Yeah, for sure. Really cool. Really cool armor for for all all three across. We haven't even seen like, I've said that'll be fucking raid armor. I can't wait to see that. Yeah, I know. There's armor we haven't even seen yet. Yeah. Some of the best. So that'd be pretty cool. Um, they showed a lot of the weapons um, do look like they are like updated versions of the season of the lost weapons. Um, we've kind of seen some in some of the shots in this, uh, Vidoc, but then, you know, again, they go into a lot of the footage we've gotten either from the Vidoc or from like preview events 
showed like uh, stuff in menus and you can see like there's an auto rifle that is basically like the auto rifle from season of loss, but it has that updated kind of look for this season. Um, there's a, there's a grenade launch. There's like a special grenade launcher. There's a, um, there's a sword that looks like the sword from the 30th anniversary, but it's all like crystallized, like, like the seasonal weapons. There's, it's a it's a solar sword that can get incandescent, which yeah, is pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, we learned from some of those menus that that sword can get incandescent. That grenade launcher that I said can get volt shot. And then there's Ooh. also, um, as we know, there are strand weapons coming. And we learned from this uh, from this from the preview events, we could see names of things in menus and some of this footage, and we saw strand guns with a perk called Hatchling. So mm. that is probably your strand perk. Probably have something to, I'd say hatchling sounds very like the, uh, really the threadlings. Threadling like. So yeah. very curious how that, that, uh, that will all work. Um, I bet it's cool like stuff. headstone where it's like precision kills spawn hatchlings. Spawn like That'd a hatchling cool. or something. Yeah. I'd be cool with that. Um, <clears throat> that's yeah, that's, that sounds pretty cool. Um, we saw what else, uh, what uh, other weapons? I think we saw another grenade launcher, um, mm-hmm. heavy grenade launcher that will, that will also come from the season. Um, we still haven't seen that, um, that special grenade launcher that you called out from the, uh, the CG trailer. I, I am curious about that. Yeah. Uh, what those stuff, what that stuff looks like. Very curious as well. Um, so what else like, uh, so basically, yeah, here, here's, here's, here's a big one that I kind of talked about earlier is there's a shot once this, once the season stuff goes out, they they do a shot that's kind of like a big thing in the Vinic is that they have these kind of like little text overlays when they kind of start a new kind of new kind of a set of talking points and they had a thing that said it's a defying our end and if yeah, you it's a big one this is a big one so like if you if you pause on that shot I, I timed it out what what time was that that was eleven minute twenty seven seconds eleven twenty seven you see yeah. you see a lineup of guardians with a bunch of stuff. This is also where we mentioned where we saw like Cyrus is a vendor on Niamuna. He he is actually in that mm-hmm. shot in the background. You can just see him like those arms crossed behind cool. all the guardians. Um, so the main thing to point out is the the Titan is front and center. They have a new exotic stasis bow um, on, or at least we're assuming it's an exotic. It very much looks like one. We can straight up yeah. see the we see the name the later, arrow. So. We see the arrow in it is just like a big stasis crystal in the in the uh, thing. Um, that Titan is also wearing a helmet that looks like to be a new exotic because it's not like any armor we've seen before. I, if it gives yeah. me very much stasisy vibes, it even yeah. has like a big Clovis Bray logo, like on one of its, like on the top of its head. Um, <clears throat> so that's pretty cool. Um, something yeah. I also noticed on that freeze frame, um, that I didn't see anybody else pointing out, but if you look at the hunter and look at its legs, it is not the Neo Muna set. It does not match that Neo Muna set that the that it has. If you go back and look at other footage, like the Neo Muna set kind of has that blue tealy look where like the pants have like a completely different color and visual look to them. So I'm expecting right. that is a new hunter exotic as well that we've not seen. So besides the all the strand ones we we get, which we saw in the strand trailer, and they talked about more in this in this Vidoc as well. I'm expecting that is the other hunter exotic of some kind. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think the warlock might be wearing different boots. I they look, they look like they uh, look like the swarmers to me, but I could be I could be wrong. They don't have the eyeballs on them. No, the eyeballs uh, is the me, the eyeballs is the Titan one. The three eyeballs. Uh, that's, that's probably my confusion. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I couldn't yeah, I couldn't notice anything about the hunter, but or the warlock rather. But you know, maybe maybe I'm missing something there. But those that, that's what stood out to me in that shot was exotic bow. Yeah. Um, in um two new armor exotics potentially. You have it written here in your notes, but the we see in the, once we see the guardian ranks like triumph system, we can see the exotic bow is called the verdless curve. It's probably the seasonal exotic. Yeah. Um, so. Either from yeah, it's, it'll be a season pass, or maybe we want one we unlock through this like some kind of se- exotic quest in the season. We don't really know for mm-hmm. sure because they just because like you said, we see a shot of the guardian rank system when they start going over that stuff in this in this kind of whole point. Um, and you can see there's one one of the guardian ranks tabs of challenges is season of the defiance. And you can see mm-hmm. yeah, you can see the quick thing where it just says it's, it's either it might just be acquire or use it to get Def- kills defeat enemies with uh, the verdless curve yeah yeah so that'll be a part of getting your guardian ranks um so th- this this is the, the big thing with it because now we can see that's that season like the seasons are involved in the guardian ranks and this is something we learned they didn't explicitly say in this but we learned throughout the previews is that guardian ranks reset each season more or less so basically at least from what it is that right now, basically you will get, you will reach rank six, which rank six is like your, your steer, basically kind of your sort of baseline point, which they said, that's where a lot of like, you know, guardians, you know, who have played the game previously will start out as. And then I think from like, I think it goes from that from one to six, then it goes from seven to 11, I think 11, 11, seven yeah. to 11 are basically going to be like what I think they call them advanced ranks. And those will involve things that come as a part of seasons. So it sounds like you'll essentially be reset to six each season, but then depending on what stuff you've done throughout the seasons, you will probably be able to level back up quickly, but to then reach like the highest ranks, you will need to do things that are more directly related to seasons. So as in like, Hey, this season's going to have a new dungeon. You need to like complete the dungeon or do challenges that are tied to the dungeon to like get this guardian rank that are like tied to this particular like rank eight or nine or whatever. So like, that seems like, you know, that'll be um, an aspect to guardian ranks. And I'm going to be honest, like initial thoughts. I don't know how to feel about that because that feels pretty counterintuitive to the idea they pitched guardian ranks as right. Cause like, it's supposed yeah. to be a way to like showcase like, Hey, I am, because I am guardian rank this, I have surmounted all this stuff. And I understand like, you know, they need to keep, they need to have a way to keep the new stuff coming out relevant, but I feel like, can they just keep making the rank higher? But I guess maybe they don't want it going, they don't want it to be like you're making, getting guardian rank 50 and somebody starting at six. So I guess like, you know, they, if I, I already am getting the vibe that maybe like we're getting a very early iteration of guardian ranks. And as soon yeah. as they start, figuring this stuff out, they will probably have to make a lot of changes to it. If like their current thing yeah. right now is just like, we're going to be just resetting it over and over again. Cause that makes it feel like it's really, it will not actually matter. Like at, at some point, as much as we think it will, uh, or they hope they want it to. Right. Cause then like, if it's just resetting every yeah. time, it's like, all right, you know, you'll have people later in seasons who are like higher guardian ranks, but then they're just going to be six, and like, you know, they might be, they might hit guardian rank 11 in the second, like the last like couple weeks of the season, because of, you know, that's how they did all their stuff. And then just two weeks later, they're just going to be set back to guardian rank 
six or seven or whatever. It's like, well, what's what's the point of that? I guess, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe I, 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 I think again, like, like that's that, that's just like assuming things. Like we don't know for sure if that's if like how much how much it'll reset each season. We'll just we'll have to wait and see. But at least that 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 initially just like rubs me in the wrong way a little bit. I guess. I guess. Yeah, it's also like a thing where your guardian rank's going to be what is next year name it's no longer going to be your your season rank um so so yeah i I see what you're saying like the idea being that everybody kind of gets reset back to six so new players don't feel super left out and when they see someone who's like rank 10 right out the gate they're like oh i i should you know ask that person for help uh we'll see my concerns are like they said that unlocking loadouts is is you know tied into guardian ranks and they did say some of the the later ranks parts of them will be semi-permanent so hopefully that includes loadouts i'm sure they yeah. won't like oh, I, I worked for hours to unlock 10 loadouts and now it's the new season so i have to unlock the last four again and yeah like, that was yeah I, they, no way i really they hope do they don't do that yeah that's that would um, be insane if they that would be truly insane if they did that yeah yeah so yeah i i think it's more like the seasonal challenges it's like seasonal challenge like things are so folded into guardian ranks that it's like as you just do seasonal challenges, you'll just immediately yeah. be back up to where you were. But like you said, then what's kind of the point? I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. yeah that's definitely a wait and see kind of thing. Cause I will say like, you know, criticism aside, like the ba- baseline ideas of guardian ranks. I do like, like I do like this idea of like, yeah, oh. seeing the season pass number has been useless for a while. Like I'm, I'm season pass rank like 300 something. And like, that doesn't matter to me yeah. at all. And like, it really seeing yeah. other people's rank does not matter at all. Where like, I feel like seeing guardian ranks could potentially be more impactful. Right. Like you said, like, Oh, I'm doing this strike with, you know, a bunch of people who are guardian rank 10 or whatever. I know like we should be, this should be a competent go through of the strike rather than like, I see guardian rank. I was doing a strike earlier today where I was guarding rank 20. And then like the person like dead, I feel like they were a person who like literally had never played this game before. So I was like, so like, you know, it, it, it's like also, an interesting spread. So guardian ranks are supposed to effectively be a quest log for folks that don't know what to do. So like yeah. you reset back down to six, you go and check like, Oh, I got to do this, this, and this, start moving yourself back up and and those this this and this things that reset are probably going to be like do the seasonal activity unlock the seasonal weapon choose the seasonal weapon you know so i think on some level making you have to engage with it is going to be helpful for new players yeah keep yeah having that that engagement for sure and like yeah giving them like it's like a direction of like to start for sure um is Mm -hmm. good and i do like that like it is essentially like taking triumphs because i think they said like triumphs will like factor like your triumphs will still be there but they will factor in some way i don't i don't know exactly what that meant but like this is the general idea of like yes like make triumphs feel a little bit more like like you know have have them have a bunch of fun ones that are like side things and they do still get you like occasional rewards but like i also make that more integral to learning the game because i think like having you know gone for titles and seasonal titles and seals like give you a better way to like learn getting more in depth in destiny stuff. Right. Like that's definitely yeah. how I've always felt about it. Like once I started going for that stuff and learning more in depth systems, like that helped a lot with that. So I'm thinking that's what they're trying to like find the balance for is like having the system introduce players to that rather than just like the very basic uh, stuff of destiny. And so I think it there's, there's definitely good stuff with this. 
just you know few few pain points just reading that stuff is just like eh, we'll see we'll see we'll just have to see um yeah. <laughs> on to a, a lot of we'll have to see in, yes. in life <laughs> yes yes for sure um on to a more positive thing though um loadout stuff all sounds really good um for everything we saw like they showed they like sh- literally one bad part about it that's not even that bad yes yeah, it's, it's not even that, that bad it, yeah you can't send stuff back to the vault. Yeah, and they, and, they, and they also said they will they will probably add that later at some point. They they even like mm-hmm. um, reiterate that in some of the preview stuff where you can see it in the Vidoc, and it's definitely a, like a pretty quick flash that I that I noticed that I noticed, but then like didn't really fully collect until I started reading previews of just like oh yeah, when you just hit a, hit a loadout, it's instant. Like it just you just you see it in that Vidoc of just like a person's on a loadout they just hit one and you see your guardian real time just change to a completely different armor set and every everything change in their loadout like they said like it will pull stuff from the vault so if you save like weapons in a loadout in a vault it will pull them from the vault onto your character and just set you up in that loadout you can do it at any time in any activity that isn't equipment locked so like if you're just running a strike and just want to Swap to a different thing real quick. You can do it. You can even do it in a PvP match. I think people will hate it, but you know, I'd rather I'd rather just be able to do it flatline across the game because for that yeah. for that ease ease of use. Yeah, at and least it, the it makes playing sense. field is even. Yeah, and it makes and it makes sense that you know you won't have <clears throat> you can't do an equipment lock stuff because that's how equipment locked works. Makes sense. You won't have be able to do that in that. Um, yep, fantastic. Sounds awesome. So um, excited for, for yeah, it's, it's gonna be great. Um, sounds yep, yeah, that's really good. Um, so the, the, the last thing for that, so yeah, Guardian Ranks loadout sounds great. Commendations, another interesting thing that we saw in this footage, um, that I saw was pointed out by um, streamer Leopard, um, the uh, most above average uh, Destiny 2 streamer out there. <laughs> Um, he put, he, he, his, he, and his, like, he was kind of like watching it with his, uh, with like kind of his stream and stuff. And he pointed out, pointed out in the, in the commendation screen that you can see, um, at the end of, and they are at the end of a valve disciple raid. You can see in the commendation up in, up in yeah, the corner, right corner, there's multiple things you can tab through. So there's a, I think it's the first one is summary which is the screen they're on now because you can see it's selected, which is the commendations. But there's another tab that says final results. So now, so are we finally getting a way to see damage done, done without wiping in this video game? It is, seems is, like is it. it. Rest in peace to wipe for damage. Wipe for damage. <laughs> is it finally happening? Now, we'll have to see if it's like, you know, a full result of all of the encounters or maybe that's just that final encounter. Like, again, we did not see that screen. So we do not know for sure, um, but mm-hmm. potentially could be really cool if we can just tab tab from that summary screen to another screen. And it just has like, hey, this encounter, here's your damage. Here's here's, you know, who's here's all the damage everybody did. Here's all the things people did. You can see like real time, like what people were able to do in each encounter. That could be that could be that'd be really cool. And it would make sense. Yeah. For a commendation, for like that commendation system, like you can tab that thing and be like, oh wow, this person did that much DPS or was doing this and this encounter. That's really cool. Here's your commendation for that. Yeah, it's awesome. I love a commendation. I really hope, I really, I really, yeah, I really hope that, yeah, that really works. And if not, like, it's definitely a 
they uh, if they have that screen set up, they could potentially add down the line, which is good. Again, yeah. building the framework. Building the framework this to last for this class, hundred percent. Um, um, for that they kind of get into like, the closing talk. Um, and one thing I want, like two things I want to point about that was like again we we had I had that my tangent of like uh, one of the ladies who works on Destiny was talking and was like, hey, final final shapes end of light and dark side of Destiny's not ending, but she also said this year will be the 10th year of destiny. So do you think we will get some kind of, I think it will be cool. And this is just kind of throwing out an idea. 30th anniversary for Bungie was a very popular release. Do you think we get mm. a 10th year kind of side little expansion thing, or maybe they do some kind of special 10th year event in game for that and bring back a bunch of stuff that, I mean, if you think about it, you have, this would probably be season 22 because that would be a fall, right? Because it'd be September. It's when Destiny yeah. 1 came out. So that would probably be season 22 when we get a reprised raid, bring a re- bring back Wrath, bring back a bunch of classic Destiny 1 stuff all together in a season. 10th anniversary celebration. I like it. Yeah, I definitely like Maybe. it. 10th anniversary. I'm sure that would get a lot of people. That, that would definitely get... You're you're weird. You're weirdo. I'm a D one alpha alpha vet baby. I I, I really bats. know. I really know. What to talk about destiny. Destiny one is still better. It's like since, but yeah. I want something to shut up. But like you know, I I'd be down for that still. You know what um, they'd bring back after all this time? Ice spare racing. Spare racing. <laughs> not we, we, ice heard, we heard like you. We're not, yeah, we're not bringing back Wrath Machine. We're not bringing back this. We're bringing back spare racing. Tear baby. God, could could oh, you imagine? That'd be People really would be good. hyped though. I'd I'd be hyped. It'd be a really funny troll as well, just objectively. <laughs> um, um, yeah, yeah, I would love it. A tenth anniversary pack. I, I'm just trying to think. They'd have to bring back a bunch of D one stuff, and I'm trying yeah. to think what they would bring back at this point. Yeah, because um, they brought back so many. Maybe like a bunch of exotics that like have like because I feel like armor exotics. Like there's some armor exotics still left from D one that haven't like come back again and again. I think like completing the the d1 raid big raid trifecta bringing back wrath i think would be hype for people and then you know maybe since you know, again outbreak outbreak was the the exotic for um wrath yeah, yeah. in d1 right so maybe they put they pull another popular d1 exotic weapon that you know people have not seen and bring it back in the game in this fashion um mm-hmm. a lot of options yeah i I'd love but, that so much. I mean, it's going to be a great year. I feel like this is just going to be the best year of Destiny years yeah. in general, sounds, just because it's like a lot of really exciting stuff. A lot of really exciting yeah. stuff for this year, for sure. From all, all the stuff we've talked about today, um, so that that was mostly the Vidoc. But again, like I said, some other things I shouted out because, um, like, alongside the Vidoc coming out, they did a but they did a like Lightfall preview with a bunch of content creators and like um, different video, uh, different uh, um, like outlets and stuff like GameSpot, Paul Tassi, Rick Kakis, a bunch of people in the, in the Destiny sphere um, got some look at Lightfall stuff. So this is like, I tried to like do my best to collect a bunch of that stuff and talk about it here in this last bit here. Um, Good call. But basically um, here's all the things I, I got from the, so more stuff from previous charges. Strand weapons we've seen so far. So here's all the strand weapons I've seen from footage. Um, you can see there was a Neomuna SMG that is strand. 
Hype. Neomuna, um, large machine gun that is strand. This also is hype. Uh, this also has the hatchling perk because we can see that SM, that that uh, machine gun like equipped in some of the B roll footage. There is a there is a strand sniper and a strand hand cannon. So those are all the Neomuna strand weapons. Um, the origin trait for Neomuna is called a nanotech tracer rockets. So we don't Love see it. we don't see what it does, but we see that name like you know again they show like a load. It's very clearly from like this loadout menu, and they just, and it just like says all the names of the perks, and you just see that. So that very much sounds like Quicksilver. So like the legendary Neomu is gonna have like Quicksilver rockets on them. For, that'd be nuts. Love it. Um, love it. Love it. Love it. Like I said, the new strand perk is called Hatchling. We just see the name of it, so that that's pretty exciting. Um, and then again, like I, I pointed out earlier, or we talked about earlier, defiance weapons we see in some menus, sword with incandescent. Um, there's the the GL with volt shot, and also that auto rifle I talked about earlier was a strand auto rifle that has that perk as well. So that's pretty cool. There's a Neomuna void shotgun with a new void perk that we call that we now know is called destabilizing rounds. Probably, probably pretty. No, we know what that probably does. We learned about that. Yeah. <laughs> we learned what that was because of this week in the TWAB, we saw a void glaive, which is going to be the weapon, the like a uh, seasonal weapon drop. Um, uh, what is it? The, uh, the pursuit weapon or whatever it's called for Rit- the playlist. Ritual weapon. Ritual weapon. Yes. Um, and it'll have, it'll have another perk, which I immediately forget. It's like something, it's something crazy. It's like something Aegis or Aegis. Um, yeah. So we'll oh, have to see what yeah, that is. Aegis something. Yeah, but it's it's a it's a void um it's a void um glaive that looks pretty cool. Um so we saw that. Um let's see what else we have. Um one thing that I saw pointed out on um twitter.com from people <gasps> there is a there's an interactive trailer that also came out this week. God, there's so much stuff that came out this week. So in I that know. interactive trailer <laughs> and in the Vidoc, people noticed that there are some shots in it that are very um, that are straight up things pulled from Destiny One Venus, um, as in like there's like you know when you, if I, you would know better than me, I briefly played D One. I would check this, this link. Shot. There's a there's I, a shot of this of like this, there's a there's a very prop uh, particular statue that's on Venus of like the angel with the staff, and there's a shot of that in the um, in the Neo Muna interactive trailer. That is shown, and there's another shot that's like this doorway that's being opened up that is like matches the the door on Venus, a door that's like all like grown over on Venus. So people are were wondering what that stuff is about, like or maybe is like we know Vex are on Neo Muna and Vex are on uh, Venus, so maybe there's some time stuff shenanigans going on on. Neo Muna 2 or something or maybe just yeah. you know maybe maybe because that like wasn't the whole thing was like these were like Ishtar buildings or things that were on Venus right that was like yeah. the whole thing they're like the Ishtar Academy maybe there's just an Ishtar Academy that was on Neo Muna and we're just seeing like that again and that's just like you know the the, the Ishtar's the whole thing is that maybe an angel or something who knows um, but it's, yeah it's very interesting for sure to, to say the least though right like that, that that'd totally be, that'd be I, very interesting I remember like when I was coming through and doing my like trying to figure out any secrets in there that that weird door opening is extremely suspicious to me. Yeah. Um, definitely some, definitely some, I'm sure there's like some, a lot of mysteries on Nia Muna. We have not, we have no idea yeah. about it. Right. Yeah. 
I um, love it. God, imagine if there's like a Vex portal that goes to Venus, like just temporarily. God, be yeah, that'd be pretty. That'd be pretty wild. Or maybe maybe we just go back to like maybe it's like um, uh, Mars or something where we we have the Enclave. Maybe we'll just for some reason have to go to like a chunk of Venus for some reason. Who knows? Um, and there's game. That that'd be cool. Very interesting for sure. Um, we also learned. I think this is from the Fanbyte preview. Um, they did a preview as well over there. Um, we're invited to this. We learned what the the the, the strand champion counters are. So oh. so apparently there's another buff um, tied to strand. Um, they 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 call it out as a buff, so this is not like a weapon perk. But there's something called unraveling rounds, um, and that counters barrier champions. Um, so so we don't know how it's practiced, but we don't know. I don't think it was. I didn't see it in that article anywhere. But there's something called that. Um, the other thing, then the other thing is suspend suspending counters unstoppable champions, which makes sense because you're yeah, you're, you're suspending sense. them or locking them up. Um, and then, like we mentioned earlier, the other thing I saw was Tangle Tangle has a cooldown, which you can see in some of like the B roll gameplay where they like a, like a I think it's like a Titan like throws throws a Tangle, and then they're like melee and fools, and you can see like in the, the little kind of debuff menu area the menu like the buff kind of cooldown area you can see it has like a 15 second cooldown or whatever yeah but that's but that was that was kind of it um that's everything i could i could pull out there, i'm sure there might be some other little details out there i know we i know that we saw like the thing i didn't call out here were like mods and stuff you definitely could see names of like mods and some general ideas tons of mod stuff general ideas of like that stuff um i know i know you pulled up something i mean we, we can go over it a little bit yeah we definitely we're definitely getting. I can knock it out real quick. Deep, we, we deep don't in have here, to, but but yeah, we we can get a little. I think it would at least be worth shouting out some of that stuff. Yeah, it seems like because um, I was like going through Reddit, looking at the Veil lore theory. So we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. And and I stumbled on a great post. Someone like went like painstakingly through all of B roll available and like categorized what the mods for this new system seem to be like yeah um there are bl the blue mods all seem to be like universal passive mods um some of the ones we see are like uh, a leg blue mod that gives you like increased mobility while you have an armor charge and having this mod equipped now causes armor charges to decay every 10 seconds that's a really cool idea hmm. it's one for each stat uh it seems like which is really cool um, okay. yellow mods, which we saw a couple of the, the specifically the one we saw was like melee kickstart, um, is something where this will consume an armor charge if you have one. Um, so mm. in the example of melee kickstart consumes an armor charge, it consumes all of your armor charges and it's, it's twofold, right? More armor charges means more energy, more melee kickstart mods stacked together will also mean more energy but diminishingly so like that's pretty crazy yeah, uh, yeah. That, like you could you could be building yourself up to six stacks of armor charge and three melee kickstarts and getting your melee back instantly every time you got six stacks that's really cool yeah um and then the last one um the last one is just passive benefit mods um and these are green um, and these are things like stacks on stacks, um, and powerful friends, radiant light, um, time dilation. So these will modify the armor charge system 
not in a way that provides a passive buff, but just like do things like you get two charge two armor charges for every orb you pick up instead of one, stacks on sacks, yeah. uh, which no longer has a stat deficit, by the way, but it does cost the same. Um, so yeah, stuff like that is really cool. I think like that's a really good kind of three three color system. So you've got yeah. passive bumps, much more, much more readable. Yeah, ones that consume charges and ones that will give you benefits while you have charges, but will cause them to decay. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. cool. I, 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 I like the system a lot, it seems. Yeah, and, de- and definitely noticed, like, you can you can see in some of the footage, if you if you pause briefly, like, you could see, like, the what they talked about in the build crafting thing, where, like, it is, it seems like a lot of it is elemental-based or, like, weapon-based, and it's not, like... You know, I saw like, you know, there is like kinetic weapon surge and void weapon surge where it seems like that is like your 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 damage boosting things now rather than like, you know, the other stuff like that. So um I, and, yeah. and like it's it's like special ammo scout. Uh just yeah. boom. All special ammo and, and uh like heavy ammo scout and um you know, kinetic reloader. So like you just reload all your kinetic weapons faster harmonic reloader you know you reload all of the ones of the yeah. same class you're on faster that's so nice yeah that's good yeah it's good that's gonna be very interesting for sure um yeah and we'll we'll see that stuff soon enough i feel like i feel like that's yeah, yeah that's a good that's a good parameter for that it sounds sounds interesting but that, that that's just yeah. gonna be such a big thing to to, to unravel as it were uh, <laughs> on on lightfall day one um but yeah that was that was kind of the big news um, in terms of you know lightfall stuff, but we also had the season finale of season of the Seraph this week, um, and that was quite that was quite a big deal as well I would say, um, and was really yeah. co- it was really cool. I would definitely consider it the best finale of a season we've had. I definitely saw a lot of people saying this was like the best season Destiny Two season there's been. I don't know if I would go that far, but I definitely would say like in terms of like it's ending. Up there. It's definitely this one's definitely up there. I'd say overall, overall, if we were to ever like mm-hmm. rank them, uh, I have to think more about that. But I would say this one's definitely still be pretty high. But I would say overall, though, this is probably the best finale we've had to a season. Um, Certainly the most expensive one that they've made. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, because you know, you, you kind of started off again. You know, we said the top of this thing spoilers. So you know, if you're still here, you're you're in it. You're in it. If so. you're still here and yeah. you didn't play the finale, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're, yeah, yeah. You're 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 already in it. So let's just get into it. So basically, you know, we we get into it, and you know, it seemed like some things that we we kind of were kind of predicting and sort of talking about and theorizing in previous episodes were Rasputin's probably gonna have to sacrifice himself by the end of the season for things to happen, um, and it turns out he probably has he's he's gonna have to go ahead and do that. Um, cause if you learn <laughs> Aramis, Aramis has taken over the like Seraph shield station and now is like basically going to shoot the traveler with it. She's kind of gone. She's kind of gone sort of rogue, I guess, so to speak, and is kind of doing her own thing. So you kind of, um, you basically, you know, the, the play through this final sequence where you like get, you run through a sequence of that Seraph shield, um, mission, you hit, a, you hit a point you actually fight Aramis there for brief for a brief moment which is kind of interesting that was cool definitely yeah. definitely a surprise moment where you just you're just like doing like like the side platforming and then you just get up to this like airlift and also you just and just Aramis is just standing there you're just like oh shit okay 
So it wasn't like a big dramatic battle by any means, but you know, it just kind of she shows up and then she, you shoot her for a little bit, then she runs off. Um, she locks herself away into into some part of the the, the Seraph Shield, so you then go to the place where you need to upload Rasputin for him to, you know, basically stop this sequence from happening. And in order to stop the sequence, he needs to self destruct it, which will destroy. He he needs to be self destructed more or less, kind of. Yes, it's sure. The whole War Mind Network, himself included. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you basically fight through this thing, and you get to this. You get to the kind of the boss room of the Seraph Shield mission. And you fight a hive, like crazy hive looking lady that is called the Scourge of the Scourge of Earth, which is I, I learned from Bife after after reason of that, like the big lore implications of that, of like when they when the hive have that title, that means they are the ones who like destroyed that planet, essentially. And that's why they're called that. So she is basically that's kind of just to show you like he, he really pointed out like that's how high the stakes were at that moment. Because like that they only send that kind of person when they're ready to like fucking, you know, wipe, wipe out yeah. a planet and wipe out a, a Open race. the gates of hell, yeah. so to speak. Yeah. So that that's kind of the boss you fight, which I which, is you know, it's, at the end of the day, it was still like a, you know, a pretty familiar boss fight. If you remember way back from the Forsaken Days, that kind of weird hive queen lady boss um, from that one strike. Um, but it was cool. I, I still had a, still this cool little mission. Um, and then once that ended, um, we got a, the brief, so we got a CG kind of finale cutscene That was really, really awesome. Um, yeah, it basically I was very emotional during this cutscene. Yeah. Mostly because like, obviously the, the sacrifice, you know, the vibes, the feeling I've seen it. I'm very invested in destiny. So it just yeah. gets me in my feels. Um, but, for sure. you know, like, We've seen the traveler do anything three times yep. ever. Uh, yep. And, and anytime that happens, it's like, Oh, this is a big deal. Right. And I just, I love it when the traveler does stuff because it is so purposefully vague that you get the crowd. That's like, fuck the traveler. Yep. And then you get the crowd. <laughs> that's like, no, he was trying to protect the last city. Yeah. And I, I love that. I love that. Yeah. There's just no They've, clarity. There's no clarity that like, you don't really know what, what the, what the whole deal with is that. And that's yeah. the point. Yeah. That's, that's, that is kind of the point for sure. You're right. But yeah, you kind of, um, you kind of have this brief moment where like the mission ends and you hear like a bunch of characters come on comms and get like, I feel this weird feeling. This presence, I feel like a heartbeat. Osiris, just like, I feel I, nothing. I feel nothing. Yeah, it's pretty good. And then yeah, it cuts, and you see like you know a bunch of shots of characters in the last city. You see Crow on top of this building, taking off his hood, looking at the traveler. And you see, you know, Zavala and Ikora um, standing in the tower, and like a bunch of other characters. And you see, yeah, like see said, guardians in the OG D one D one armor, screen armor. It's pretty good. It's so yeah, cool. Yeah, and you see the traveler, just like you know, a big glow comes around it. Then it starts slowly going up into the sky, and then you and everyone's just like having this moment as well, just like, wait, what? What's happening? It's happening! Yeah, and then like you know, you see you see Mithrax and his daughter, and like, what is and you hear Amos go, "It's happening again!" The whirlwind. So she thinks you know, the traveler is leaving in this moment, and like, and since you hear this line, like, that's never gonna happen again. You know, and she warms up the war sats, and then you see them like start opening up these lasers, and then then the traveler like kind of is up in the sky and it stops as these lasers are coming on it. And you cut back to Anna and Rasputin talking. And it's like, yeah, it's time. You need to do this. She mm-hmm. pulls the plug, blows up, blows up, blows up all the things. 
you see the the light, you know, all the you know lights glowing, all crazy stuff. What happened? Then it cuts back. You see the wreckage of all the Rasputin warsats and the traveler just standing there. And then it's and then it's just it just stops. It just stays there. And then and, and then, then we j- just like incredible shots in this yeah moment. bunch of incredible the shots where the the traveler is pushing away from Earth and the clouds are parting is incredible and it's like shot like horizontally is so good yeah and then obviously this the the shot of the traveler from the original d1 announcement art yep um like here it's happening like we're at the end now is is like yep. that feeling like i think that's what got me emotional of like oh like this is like it's actually we yeah, are this, we're coming to the close you're you coming to the this this is the this is the moment that's clear was clearly defined and thought of Years and years ago, yeah, for destiny for years. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's pretty, it pretty cool moment. Um, it's pretty, pretty insane moment. Um, and then yeah, then you hear Amos over the over the over the comms. You're like, wait, the traveler's not leaving. Why? Then you hear the witness because it has nowhere to run. And then you see a bunch of pyramid fleet ships, you know, take over take over the screen. And then you just see a, like a lightfall logo pop up. And then your Callus's dreadnought ship in the background, yeah, crazy looking between yeah. all the pyramids. Yeah. So yeah, so cool. Very cool. Very good setup to the lightfall there. That that was, and yeah, so that like, was awesome. That's awesome, and I loved it, and it's great. And again, I love that we see basically all the characters from last year. Uh, we see Saladin and Keitel like in space, like looking out at it, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and then we go back to Rasputin, check in with him, and he just gives a, gives the lore community the biggest like shotgun blast. Like, stuff. what the fuck does this mean? Yeah. Of like, hey, the Neptune city's real. There's something on it that's linked to the Traveler. A, a sentence that has just never been said because nothing yeah. has ever been linked to the Traveler, and it's yeah. called the Veil, which is apparently a paracausal object. Yeah. Um, seems to be probably what the witness has been looking for. And, yep. you know, just give that to the people for the last two weeks before Lightfall and let them go. Yeah, let them go wild. I, I I was, there's tons of people already going mad with move. it. Yeah, it's it really cool. Me, me included. Me I'm included. <laughs> yeah, seeing seeing all the videos of people like already speculating. It's like, yeah, it's it's, it's really, really cool. Uh, but, yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think it's definitely something that like this is going to be the thing the witness is like. He, like, I think he I think he attacks Earth. I think they start an attack on Earth and we quickly start to lose. And then he realized and then like we go, we're going to go like, oh, we're going to run to Neomuna and the veil. But somehow the like the, the witness senses that or overhears it somehow because he, he can think or it, it can do whatever. You know, it's, you mm-hmm. know, we know it's, it's it's power and it's probably going to go like, oh, the veil. That's where it is. Thanks. And then they, then they're going to go go to Neomuna. I bet is what it is. So I think I, I, I'm with you. Like, I think that is the thing they're looking for. What it is, who freaking knows? Like you said, it is some kind of paracausal power. Like, you know, it, it, it makes sense in the idea of like, oh, yeah, you think about it like, well, Anea Muna has been hidden all this time. And, you know, no one's noticed there. They've, they've even said, I think it's in the lore books. It's in some lore books that like they've we've been to Neo. We've been to Neptune before. Yeah. And they've like searched Neptune. they searched Neptune never and, found and never found anything. You know what? What does a veil do? It it hides and covers things. So maybe yeah. that's maybe that's turns it out related. it's just a big tarp. Yeah, Witness just, just needs just a big tarp. A big, throw it over the traveler. Throw the traveler, and it does some <laughs> it fucks him up or does something to it. 
Yeah. And it's like, we're putting this one to rest. And then he just leaves. Yeah. yeah he's tucky, they were tucking in the traveler with the big veil and putting it to sleep. That's what, that's, yep. little, that's it. That's it. He's, the, fi- the final yeah, the, 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 yeah, blanket. The, the, tra- yeah, the traveler just needed sleepies. It's really tired yeah. after all this time. Yeah. I just love this. Like on, on many levels, like obviously big budget cutscenes always fun. Yeah. The mission sets a legendary difficulty by default to kind of get you in that mindset for um new legendary campaign is great. And yeah. uh just like giving a little bit extra on top to like have something that we can speculate about in those last couple weeks uh before we finally get to go find out what the fuck's about to happen. Yeah, what the hell is going on with the fight with with uh Lightfall. Yeah, I, I agree as well. It was a fun, it was a fun kind of wrap up to the season. Um, definitely one of the best wrap ups they've done, especially in terms of like, even even like the other things they've done with like the, the seasons leading into campaigns, like um, mm-hmm. like the Witch Queen one was was oh, was was pretty decent. Like that that little mission was yeah. cool, but it, like it, I don't think it, had, it definitely did not have the impact that this sequence had. Um, and I would say the one before it was pretty cool too for beyond light where the traveler like healed um healed, yeah. like the, having that kind of whole in-game sequence where you're like you like have this sequence where like when it first starts you're like running through the streets of like, the last city which is really cool and you kind of get up on these rooftops and all and it's like a, it's like a you know a, a public space so like a bunch of other guardians and everyone's just like hanging out there's a cool vibe to that for sure but then yeah. like the whole culmination of it is just like compared to like you compared this scene where you had this massive, you know, CG cutscene that showed all the characters from the universe and this big, you know, this clueless moment that that was like built that that was like planned and built up to where you have that, that where it's just like you get to the end of it was two lines from, um, Aramis of like, it's, 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 it's calling to us or something like that. It was like a really basic line. And then it just cuts to like, you know, the, 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 the just the screen, the destination screen, and then just like some black stuff comes onto it, and then it just then it just then it just you know closes. Like compar- comparatively, this was like oh wow, like yeah, this is like a, a much different thing. Uh, they're both yeah. ultimately both different things in their own cool ways, but this was like such a it has such a bigger deal to it. I think at the end of the day, it was very cool. It does. It, it feels good to be along the ride for those moments, though. And yes. this one especially of like this is it like the beginning of the end right like and they, they've been talking about lightfall that way so to have a moment in universe where all of our characters and all of us are looking up at the traveler in this moment together is like really cool and unifying in a way yeah. that, that's like unlike anything we've seen before uh and and yeah it, it sets the stakes which is is cool yes a hundred percent it sets the stakes for you know, us to wait just, you know, a handful more days till Lightfall. We're getting we're getting there. We have one more week of of uh season of the Seraph to get through. Um and I will say like Yeah I've- I, I don't know if there's gonna I, I feel like they've given us all the information they can give us. I, I don't I'd be if they somehow edge out like three more blog articles that I'd, I'd be like please please rest rest Stop. over there. Stop please rest Stop. over there. Um, uh, yeah, I think we could get a blog on Guardian Ranks on on Wednesday potentially. Yeah, maybe, but, maybe yeah. some more like, in-depth Guardian Ranks stuff. We don't need it. The only the only <laughs> thing the it. only thing I think would I think that what I think like um, one thing they should do 
or, or not should do, but could do that I think would be cool is like a patch note preview, which they've done in the past yeah. where like, here's like a bigger look at like, here's, you know, they haven't talked about exotic armor and like there's changes to that. So like, here's some changes to that or buffs and nerfs to exotic armor. Here's maybe a couple of buffs or nerfs. We didn't talk about in this previous thing. Um, like they could maybe do that, but I think like at this point they can just, you know, they can just kind of shut up <laughs> and you know, yeah. there, there's only a week, there's less than a week now or pretty much a week left and we can, you know, Lightfall will be here. Um, so yeah, yeah, they've crushed it. Honestly, like yeah. I think this, yeah. this lead up has this been lead up, so fun. It's, it has been a lot been of so fun. fun to have. It's been so fun to have stuff to talk about every week. Yeah. Um, a lot and, of cool stuff. And te- to feel like we know so much, but also know so little about what we're, we'll actually be doing in Lightfall is really yeah. fun. Yeah, um, for sure. And yeah, if you're if you're listening, uh, you know, we got a week until our I guess our pre-Lightfall episode, our last one will come out next Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, today this goes up on on the twenty first, right? Monday twentieth, yeah, maybe whatever, yeah. Um, my my la- my next column for Destiny will be all about Lightfall prep, but also like, what do you do day one on Lightfall? Like, what is the order of operations? Yeah. Um, to to kind of maximize your time, so so go check that out as well. Um, check it. Whew, I'm so hyped. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. We're, we're, we're so close. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, I think we've talked about everything we can talk about. Boy, enjoy three hours of Destiny talk from us, baby, um, for this week. It was, it, was a, it was a beefy one, but it was a lot of uh, really great stuff about Destiny this week and a lot of stuff to be, that is, uh, to be excited about the future of the game uh, for totally. sure. But yeah, we, we'll be back um, to talk about whatever in the next episode. I think, I think you know, I'm... Because I'm hoping it's not going to be like a more info dumpy type stuff. What we're probably going to do for our next episode is we're going to look back. At, I think I mentioned this in another episode. We're going to look back at a predictions video we did for, oh, yeah. for, for the year of post Witch Queen. And we're going to see what we got right and wrong from that. And maybe maybe we'll maybe we'll make some more predictions for post Lightfall. But I think maybe we can leave that for another episode for after we play, for it. After we play yeah. it as well. Um, we'll figure, we'll figure it out. Uh, just depends on how, if, if they give us a bunch more info next week, kind of just depends on what, what they have. But I, I sure hope they don't give us too much more. Cause I don't even, yeah, I don't even, I don't even, wanna, I don't even want to look at it. Cause I'm like, I just want to, I just want to <laughs> get in now. We're so close. We're so close. I'd rather yeah. just like get into the game, you know, but yeah, that's going to do it uh, for this week on Helm to tower. Thanks to everybody uh, who's been listening to all the episodes so far and who listened and made it all the way here to in this one. This is definitely yeah, a long, appreciate you. definitely a longer one. So thanks so much. Um, and we'll see you all next time. Bye-bye. Bye bye.